This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 78 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Conning Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, we've made it to 2004, and it's the second episode of 2004. Last week, we had an Ultimate X match. And this week, I believe we are in line for an ever-devastating tag team main event. We're both excited to finally be in 2004. And did last week's episode maintain your excitement? Well, Bob, of course it did. Ultimate X. Or Ultimate X 2. Ultimate X 2.0. Right. Uh, last week was a lot of fun. I think it was a great way to kick off 2004. We got that new theme song. Hope you guys are enjoying that in our new episodes because I think it kicks ass. Uh, I mean, coming out of last week, I'm feeling pretty good. Our main event on tonight's show has some big Im- implications, though, Bob. Oh, it's with uh, control, right? Well, it's a bit. I'm trying to fucking find the. I have it pulled up here somewhere. One of these fucking things. Um, hold on. Stay tuned. It's it's Jarrett. Is it Jarrett and Abyss? Right versus. Correct. Versus AJ Styles and Eric Watts. If Watts and Styles win, I believe, is if then Styles gets a shot against Jarrett. But if Jarrett and Abyss win, I believe Eric Watts has to leave the company. That sounds about right. And also, uh, you have to correctly identify Jeff Jarrett as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. That's right. He is still the World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, so make sure that you actually properly address in that. Right. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head if we know much else on today's show. I could be very wrong about that. Well, we have the uh, X Division three-way. Number one contenders match, right? Michael Shane, Christopher Daniels, and Loki. That's right. Uh, That is a match. I think that's going to be pretty exciting. In uh, the Rawhide Strap Tag Match. That's right. I do remember that one being announced, I feel AMW like. AMW against the uh, Registered Security. Hey, the, you know what? The last Rawhide Strap Tag Team Match that we had with AMW in it was better than we expected. Now, well, given, it, it I, also had Swinger and Diamond. In right, it. right. And that is what made it good, I would say. Yeah. Um, so with the Red Shirts, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this will be the best Red Shirt Security Match. To be fair, I mean... I like Legend better than I liked Ryan Wilson, so I already oh, yeah. like I already like seeing the Red Shirts more. But like, I feel like they've kind of run their course. I'm kind of I feel like I'm over it. Like they're literally security guys in the wrestling and matches. I I don't need that anymore. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, and I think, I think that uh, Kevin Northcutt, really out of the, I mean, I, Legend's not bad. Like you say, he's far better than um, Ryan Wilson. But I think Kevin Northcutt could be a guy that, uh, if if given like a singles opportunity at some point in time, could maybe potentially shine. Because he's a big guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's okay at cutting a promo as long as it's like a, a sentence. That's okay. Yeah, it's better than a lot of people. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I tend to agree with you about the red shirts maybe being a bit stale. I mean, it's right. been a few months already. So. Right. Uh, and also remember last week as well, Bob, Jeff Jarrett has been trying to get people to sign to be essentially aligned with him. He right. He sent Kid Cash around trying to get as many people to say, you're on Team Jarrett. Because they're talking about, and we'll go over this a little bit more in depth as we go into notes from last week, but the dirty board of directors. And there's all these secrets, and they're going to they're gonna get Eric Watts out of here. They're, they're going to do it. So it's a pretty interesting developments there. And um, I was going to say, I can run through the card from last week quick, too, right now. Because um, that kind of led into one of my points here, is that Kid Cash ended up butting heads with Chris Vaughn, and they had a match. Because of he he didn't want to sign the black shirt security member wouldn't sign the paper. Yeah, I mean they was it last week's when they got uh, the ticket lady. Yes, yes, that to happened sign. during um, a pretty big uh, spot in the first match, I believe it is, uh, and that's in my notes. Okay. That's why I know that uh, because like Chris Harris was doing a big dive and they cut away to. Like Sarah Lee signing, Sarah Lee. <laughs> and it was like, wait, that was a really bad moment to cut away because we did a bunch of cutaways uh, last week, actually. I, even cash... like picture in picture, right? Right. Well, that's what that's what I mean. Is like they yeah. were all there. Most of them were in the bottom left corner. It was either Kid Cash trying to get people to sign shit, or it was like Elix Skipper being like, "Come on, man, like Triple X," and like right. no one, and no one was doing that. Come on, Loki. Forget that time that Chris Daniel smashed your head open in the backstage area. What are you talking? Yeah, about? who who cares? What are you talking about? Um, it, there's another big moment, but let me let's run down the card from last week quick. Let's get that out of the way, and then we can talk more in depth about a bunch of this stuff. Because there's even I just thought about two other things that happened last week. There was a lot of shit that went down last week, Bob. It was a crazy week. So in the opening match, Abyss and the Red Shirt Security defeated AJ Styles and America's Most Wanted in a six-man tag match. Three Life Crew retained the NWA Tag Team titles by defeating Swinger and Diamond in a shockingly short match, three minutes and 37 seconds. Yeah. That was very disappointing. Uh, Chris Vaughn defeated Kid Cash, and I believe that was due to the involvement of Don Harris, if I remember correctly. Then we had The Gathering, CM Punk and Julio De Niro, defeating Raven and his mystery partner, The Sandman, because Father James Mitchell returned to the TNA asylum, put the cloth over Raven's face, which allowed CM Punk to hit the Raven effect and get the win. He has apparently aligned himself with Punk and De Niro. Did not see that one coming. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, we know that in the main event, Chris Sabin defeated Christopher Daniels, Loki, and Michael Shane in the second Ultimate X match to become your new X Division champion, which I think is well-deserved and a fantastic way to start 2004. 
Uh, yeah, Chris Sabin's absolutely uh, great. So I yes. think uh, as uh, the new champion, he will be um, significantly better than Michael Shane in terms of match quality. Right. Right. Uh, and the other big moment that I uh, did not mention yet, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it, is the masked man that Eric Watts has apparently either brought in or oh, right. something like that. And he went after Jeff Jarrett and he kept his mask on. And Bob was saying, Dallas, do you know who that is? And uh, nope, I didn't. And he said, do you want me to tell you? And I said, nope. And <laughs> so we don't know who it is. And he never took his mask off. Apparently we have seen him before, according to Bob's teases. So I'm hoping they're not going to last. make this one go like four weeks because I kind of want to know who it is. I'll tell you, he's buff and he is the stop. Okay, well, I know that's not true because I didn't see a stupid <laughs> tattoo. Although, I'll tell you what, his arms were fucking huge. Huge, yes. Huge. Yeah. So yeah. that actually wouldn't – if he was wearing like long sleeves or something, you could probably fool me. That that was Buff Bagwell. Well, let me tell you, that guy, if he's on the phone and there's, like, bad reception, he'll say, holler, if you hear me. I freaking wish, dude. <laughs> there's no way, but I wish. I don't think we can get that lucky. No, not yet. Not yet. We got a couple years before that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot went down last week. Bob, you and I gave it a thumbs up. We thought that was a great way to kick off the new year. I'm just getting right into this. I don't know if you had anything else to add before we started, but I just started saying stuff. Anything else before I do this? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, what do you think the readers thought? Did they give it a thumbs up, a thumbs down, or a thumbs in the middle? Um, I'm going to say they went with a thumbs up. Well, the majority gave it a thumbs down at 47.9%. 33.3% gave it a thumbs up, and 18.8% were in the middle. So I'm actually a little surprised by that. Um, I am too. Do I really need to ask you what they thought the best match was? No, it's obviously uh, Ultimate X2. It's Ultimate, Ultimate X2. And what do you think that was voted on is the worst match? Might be the same as what our, we were thinking last week. Um, the tag title match. Yep. Yeah, I think it's a pretty unanimous how disappointing that was. And I think it, I know, you know, in general, three left crew, you know, they can be sort of annoying. And Bob, sort of Bob, annoying, he says. And Bob really doesn't like him. So I do not like them. Um, I like Conan what and Ron Killings. Hell, I do not really like BG James. Which, by the way, all I'm saying is VKM could reunite Bob. Rodog was just released. Uh, speaking of just released, William Regal was just yes. Released. William Regal's also just dude. Released. What the fuck? I just saw this right now. Yeah. So when you guys are listening to this on January 14th, it's old news. We're just finding out, breaking news, William Regal has been released. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so, you know, you, know he better, about, you know what? He better show up in AEW and have some matches. Let's go. I well, bet you he could still go. Maybe. That's Only if he's like... Bummer. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was Russell. Was he even doing anything? Like on TV? I don't think he, he was. He was a GM on NXT. When was the last time he was on that? I haven't watched it in a while, so I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. Well, maybe if you, if you would talk to your buddy Mike, maybe you guys would be able to... Uh... He he was on the last time I watched, which was probably maybe November-ish. October, November. Right. Oh, that's a lot. Um, 
So, regardless. Um, but, will, you know, will we ever see William Regal in TNA, you think? Or? No. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm pretty sure he's under contract the entire time. The entire time. I don't think there's this, at any this point. This is actually our first opportunity in 2021. <laughs> he might come to Impact Wrestling. And I'll tell you what. If if they're smart, they would get him as like their their boss role because I'm I listen I like Scott Demore, but I'm real sick of seeing him on my Impact Wrestling TV show. Yeah, I'm sorry. Especially because he has not really explosion like we've been begging. Exactly, and give you know hashtag we want explosion. Shout that out to Scott Demore on Twitter, please. Yeah. Um, but but you know speaking of bummers, Bob, let's just get it out of the way. Uh, so you know, uh, full transparency, Bob spoiled it I think last week and the week before. We recorded a bunch of episodes in a row. That's right. A lot. Me and Bob took a few weeks off, uh, but we made sure that you guys had content to listen to. And guess what? That will continue to happen. It will continue to happen. We're not stopping. Uh, And you guys aren't going to stop getting content. However, there's going to come a time when we get to the impact era where we're going to have like 25 episodes in the bag. Yeah. If you're fans of Icopod, you'll understand. Right. Um, but well, we might actually enjoy the impacts compared to the well, they ain't that the truth. We have 96. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> um, but unfortunately, the last time me and Bob recorded together, a few days after we recorded four or five weeks worth of content, yeah. uh, Jimmy Rave unfortunately passed away. So, if you're wondering, wow, they usually mention when impact TNA alum pass away, why aren't they mentioning Jimmy Rave? Well, it's because we recorded last early December, and he passed away. I believe I just said the 12th, Bob. We just looked it up again to be sure. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, that happened. Uh, That was – I was surprised, but unfortunately not as surprised as I feel like I should have been. Well, I mean, considering his uh, his, health issues. Right. I I don't think it could be seen as a total shock. I would say it's devastating. Oh, I think it was very sad. Um, he was only 39. I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's incredible. Like, it's stuff like that where, you know, I I guess you could say for 20 years, I guess, I I had watched him wrestle and to know that he was only 39. I feel like for me, when I watch, when I can say I've watched somebody wrestle for 20 years, like, to that's me, they're like, they're like 50. But he he wasn't even forty yet. He was only thirty nine. Yeah. Um, I want to say that at some point on this podcast, uh, I may have like joked about what because he had contacted us uh, privately. I don't know if we I don't know if we brought that up necessarily. You you did make I a made joke. I you did made, make a joke. You made a joke at one point, but you you. T- we did discuss that after the joke was said. Um, I think once it was like, okay, yeah, probably shouldn't have said that. Because he actually, I believe, you you can continue, and then I'll I'll just, I'll I'll just explain what was going on. So, in professional wrestling, okay, I have gotten messages from various wrestlers seeking monetary things. Like I've reached out to guys for interviews and stuff, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll do it for twenty bucks." And I said, "Well, then I." I mean, no, I'm not gonna do that. So uh, at one point, uh, Jimmy Rave, before any of the disastrous uh, and tragic medical situations uh, in terms of his, any amputations, 
I think uh, it was after. I think it was after his arm. I well, okay, then maybe for us, but I know for oh, me, for, uh, I okay. had messaged directly before any amputations, uh, and he was like seeking uh, any kind of monetary support, and he'd be like, "I'll send you a, a DVD or whatever." Um, and I just I remember joking about. Um, you know, Russell scamming people. And I think I even tied in like Mike Bennett, what he had done to you. And he has eventually made correct. Yes. Uh, some almost five years or six years after the fact. So I tied it into that now. Uh, and I had heard uh, that Jimmy, unfortunately at the time was potentially scamming people. Uh, like he would promise to do something and then it did not happen. Uh, that never happened to us because we never entertained it. But in hindsight, when you look back at what was going on, it's like, oh shit, he's got something really tragically going on. Um, and it's very important to note that if I make a joke on a podcast, I don't mean it maliciously or anything of that nature. It's a joke. Um, but what's not a joke is that Jimmy Rave was a fantastic, uh, heel in, uh, ring of honor. I don't believe we'll really get to see that heel work necessarily here in, in TNA, uh, at least not the, uh, crown jewel version of, uh, his character. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say it was very uh it was sad i mean you don't you don't want to see anybody experience the uh, medical issues that uh jimmy rave was was suffering from like, like you mm -hmm. said he had his arm amputated and then uh which is sad enough to start right and then and shortly then... afterward both of his legs yeah and that was a, a MRSA issue I, I can't remember who they tweeted it out but they were suggesting that that had happened uh, because of his drug addiction, I don't. I I, mean, I feel like I saw. I feel like it, at first when he, he had his arm um, amputated, I feel like he squashed the rumor. Like that's not why this happened. It was because of the right. MRSA. Blah 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 blah. But then with the legs and then his, uh, uh, you know, unfortunate passing, it, it turned into well, he got the. It, someone said he got the infection because of his prior drug use right i i don't know I, it wasn't I, currently happening but it was right. related to past related to it past related stuff yeah. regardless yeah i mean really sad um and then you know i think what really was like even more sad about it to me was like mick foley did a i think it was like a live auction or like signing and stuff like that and he donated all of the money to jimmy rave for his medical costs because this dude had over fifty thousand dollars and it was only it was only counting. It was even more. It was like just adding up because he right, was still right. in the hospital. Right. And he paid all these medical bills. And so McFoley and stuff did all this, which is, it was like awesome. And then you see that, I mean, it was only probably a couple weeks later, I feel like maybe a month. And then it's like, he died. I was like, Oh fuck. It's like, that sucks. Yeah. And then I saw, a po I saw something about, uh, I don't believe he was married. I think he had a girlfriend. And I guess yeah, she is not, she is not uh, giving like, possessions and money to Jimmy's children. 
Yeah, I've been seeing some stuff like that too. And Which like is fucked really up fucked because up. The, all that stuff would go to, I believe, in a lot of states, most states, it'd go to the the deceased's uh, immediate family. And if she's not legally married to him in any fashion, it defaults to the children. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I've seen things like that. I believe the children have even made a GoFundMe for, because uh, I believe like that money would be going towards the funeral costs and for their lives. Like, right, their, right. For their lives. So. The whole situation sucks. Uh, it's really sad. And like I said, Jimmy Rave, I would probably say from 2004, maybe late 2004, 2005 for sure. 2005 to like 2007, Ring of Honor. If you want to see a guy generate just enormous heel heat uh, in front of a rabid Ring of Honor crowd, Jimmy Rave consistently would do that. Uh, and he would like return various times to Ring of Honor, but that is like the, I think, the greatest uh, portion of like, the most successful and, and, and most entertaining uh, run of his career. Obviously, uh, in a few years, we'll see him in TNA on a more regular basis <clears throat> when he's uh, teaming with uh, Lance Hoyt as the Rock and Raven affection. Right. So we'll get there uh, eventually. But uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks. Jimmy Rave, only 39. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. never fun to. Yeah, really, really crazy. Yeah. Sad. Bob's gonna be thirty nine next year, so I mean it. It's, that is it's, um, uh, that is not true. No, <clears throat> that is inaccurate. Well, uh, regardless, all joking aside, rest in peace, Jimmy Rave. Uh, I'm sorry we're a month late about talking about your passing, but me and Bob needed a vacation. We so, really did, and then so we took time off right before we come back on the air. Betty White's dead, so I'm fucking yeah, yeah. fucking Betty White. This and is you just. Know Betty White dies, Jimmy Rave dies, fucking William Regal's released. But you know what? 2004, baby. Let's go. I thought William Regal was a fucking lifer. Well, you, you think that he kind of would be. I don't know. I, maybe Triple H really has lost a bunch of power. And it's like, fuck you, dude. All your buddies, gone. That's what people are saying on Twitter. Shawn Michaels is next, dude. Gone. Honestly, anything would surprise me at this point with that place. I just I can I can never wrap my head around it. You're a you're a fucking at least a billion dollar company. Billion dollar, like we know that for sure. And it's like, hey, William Regal, you're making hundred grand. Let's say hundred grand. Let's just keep it simple. Hundred grand. Guess what? Way too much money. We gotta let you go. Hey, um, uh, what was that? What was that group with like Shane Strickland and all them? Oh yeah. Yeah, shoot, what is Hit that? Row or something like that? Hit Row, yes, yes. Hey, Hit Row, you guys are on an NXT contract, and, like, each of you guys are probably making, like, 40 grand. So, uh, yeah, gotta let you go. Sorry. Uh, sucks to know, yeah. Like, I just, I don't get it. And like, I love how the excuse is always, well, creative has nothing for you. How the hell can you have a room of 40 people writing your shows, just looking at each other like, hey, man, what do you guys got for, uh, what do you guys got for, let's say, Roderick Strong today? And they're going to be like, honestly, dude, I've been wrapping my head around this. All, me and 39 other people. We got nothing. 
Nothing. Nothing. So we should probably just cut them. It's crazy. But let me tell you, I got 17 ideas for Matt Riddle and him smoking pot. So let's just do that. Uh, yeah, great. Like, no. I just, I don't fucking get it. Anyways, I just threw up in my mouth a little. That was a lot of WWE talk on a TNA podcast. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, what am I talking about? Um, <laughs> let's talk about some news and notes from last week. Let's talk about Johnny Swinger. Let's go TNA, yeah. I don't know if I have any notes about him, but <laughs> but hopefully we will talk about him again soon. Um, so as always, we're going to read some notes before. I got plenty to talk about during the show. Not a ton this week, though. That's fine. The sooner we get through this, the sooner we watch the show, and the sooner that you get to finish your day job that I know you love, probably listening to a different podcast. So, uh, so last week, the show drew a nearly full house, estimated at 1,200, which everyone was thrilled with as it was freezing outside and it would be no fun to wait in a line to get in. So that's good. Uh, based on pre-show lines, it looked to be about two-thirds paper. That seems to be the trend here, though. Uh, the amount of fans in the building was very close to the same number WWE drew at the larger Municipal. Help me, Bob. Municipal. I can't say it. Municipal. I, I don't know why you're asking me. I can't say it. Municipal. Auditorium. First. Damn, you gave them all the easy ones. I know. <laughs> hip hip hop hip I'm hop not, anonymous <laughs> uh, so they do the same number in the the i can't i'm not saying it again uh, the auditorium <laughs> for the smackdown house show two days earlier municipal 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 the munici- municipal auditorium <laughs> The main event, the Ultimate X, was a strong match, although not as strong as the first one, Dave says, with Chris Sabin regaining the title over champion Michael Shane, Loki, and Christopher Daniels. Now, Bob, if you remember, Chris Sabin climbed to the belt, grabbed it, and the belt wouldn't come down. Oh, yeah, I remember, dude. He was yanking hard. He does a freaking huge back bump. Right. Uh, Dave says, at least they fixed that. In the first Ultimate X, the belt fell down several times with nobody touching it. The complaint was that the cables above the ring were much higher than last time. It made it a lot harder to take bumps. So the so the near fall type spots in the first match where guys would be on the verge of getting the belt and then be knocked off were much fewer. But to their credit, it was clear they didn't want to duplicate what they had done before. So I think there's I might have another note about Well, weren't they also using like ladders and stuff? Yeah, so we had like the ladder be involved. Yes, I didn't I didn't really like that. Uh, me either. And actually, I do have more notes about that, but I'm going to be reading those during the show because it is from a Chris Sabin interview that he that he did. So we'll talk more about that after. Um, where did I lost my place? Here it is. The, so the main storyline involved the idea of the NWA board of directors being dirty, but Eric Watts is clean. Somehow Watts was supposed to resign as director of authority because of this. But he refused, and it leads to the January 14th main event of Watson Styles versus Jarrett and Abyss, where if Styles and Watts win, Jarrett must defend the NWA title against Styles, and if they lose, Watts is fired. And as we mentioned already, Kid Cash was trying to get people to sign that paper to show the loyalty. And then, like I said, I already mentioned the Sarah Lee spot being inserted right when Chris Harris was doing a plancha dive to the floor, which distracted from the spot. And the very hot match. 
Dave also notes here that the show felt too much like Discount Raw with being 26 minutes into the pay-per-view show before the first match started. And that the lack of wrestling, only 35 minutes total in a two-hour pay-per-view, was noted by many and not in a good way. Dave says, I'm not much on time spent in the ring as much as entertainment of the show, but the angles took forever. The only saving grace on the show was that the short Von Cash angle played out well live. The main event was good, and the opening match with NW and Styles losing to Joe Legend, Northcutt, and Abyss was hot, but probably could have used five could have used five more minutes, particularly on this show. And then later in the show, we had, uh, when it came to announce the winner of Mr. TNA, and Dave, uh, Dave says a funny comment here. He says, I was expecting them to bring back Bruce, since after all, he did go straight with April with <laughs> such a terrible name for uh, Wrestler of the Year. So, because they're calling it Mr. TNA, because remember he was like yeah. Miss, T- Miss TNA. Yeah. Um, it suppose it supposedly on internet voting came down to Jarrett and Styles. Styles ended up winning. Remember they showed the picture in picture of them both like getting excited about mm-hmm. who was going to win. Uh, Jarrett was mad, pointing out that he'd held the title longer. Took out the Tennessee Titans, which by the way was in two thousand two, and he took out Toby Keith, which also was in two thousand two. Yeah. That what. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's, hey, well, here's the thing. Have we seen them since in 2003? No. No, we have not. So it carries uh, over. And to pause, I want I agree with um, how long the angles were taking on the show that Dave says. I, well, I, do I mean, think, the opening video package alone was like six or seven minutes. Well, to be fair, I'll give that one a little bit of Wh- Which I think we needed because of the two weeks and you're setting up the two weeks thing. Off. But, like, the talking segment in the beginning where Jarrett was like, I yeah. can't wait to accept my award later. Right. I was confused, to be honest. Yeah. And mind you, we are talking and listening, so there's a little bit of confusion there in general. Sure. But I was confused as a fan and be like, wait, did he? is he getting it now? But really, it was to set up for an angle later. And, of course, that's when they did the masked man thing and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't even think we got the clarity of it until after the promo when Tanae was like, we're going to find out who's Mr. TNA. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, as mentioned, Jim Mitchell returned under a hood. Raven and mystery partner Sandman were wrestling Julio De Niro and CM Punk. The masked guy did the ether on a towel gimmick to put out Raven. He did the unmasked revealing it was Mitchell. The crowd was dead for the match, which is sad because the angle actually took its time. And there, But there was some buzz when it was revealed to be Mitchell. So. Uh, yeah, I think it's good that uh, Mitchell's back and... But the thing is, is like I don't really think that uh, Punk and De Niro necessarily need the mouthpiece because Punk obviously is, I think, good enough uh, to do that. But uh, maybe being associated will uh, just in general be good for them. Right, I agree. Um, I'm going to... That that was most of the, the commentary for the show. There's two more things I'm going to mention in just a second, but I want to go back on my notes a bit. Um, because he Dave starts the Observer here with, uh, a lot was quiet, although there are hints of a big announcement coming. Jeff Jarrett on the TV show teased it talking to Thomas the, to this Thomas T. lawyer character that they have on the phone. He's a right. phone character wanting to talk about the big news, but he told him he couldn't. Obviously, the original target date to start the WGN is mid-January isn't going to be reached. That's pretty fair to say at this point. 
this is also an interesting note. Um, there is apparently a lot of talk that TNA is either close to or has signed a deal with, and Bob, you're going to have to help us out here, with John Dalton of Survivor to be a regular character. Do you know who John Dalton is? You are a Survivor guy. John Dalton is Johnny Fairplay. Oh. I yeah. should have looked that up. I would have known that. I thought he was just a guy in Survivor, so I didn't even think to do a Google no. with this. No, so I think this is right around the time. Mm. I think last. I think the last season of Survivor on the time. This is where. Yeah, because I think what they're they're going for is like the most despicable reality guy because he fucking said his grandma died on TV and she did it. Oh, that's that's the same guy. Oh, yeah, shit. Wow, that just made so much sense to me right now. Yeah. I should have looked him up. I just thought it was a random Survivor guy, and I was like, Bob's going to know who. I'm going to let Bob talk about this guy. Well, here's the thing. It, it should wow. be, I would say, I don't know a lot about Survivor. I really don't. Oh, I, I, know, thought like, you, I thought you did. No. I've huh. I've watched the most recent couple of seasons with, with my girlfriend, Sarah. Okay. But, um, no, I mean, I don't. I think that uh, I think I might know like four guys. I know I don't know. I mean, maybe like a couple girls, but yeah. Okay. And Fair yeah. Play's one of them. Him and uh, Boston Rob. Yeah, I don't know. Boston Rob. Boston Rob. Um, okay, so going off of this, so they're they're trying to get him to be a regular character, uh, and this this gets interesting. And apparently, Roddy Piper has had no problems with that. Now. Hold on for just a second. We're going to touch base on that. Uh, if so, they better get Dalton out there fast because his 15 minutes are ticking away, Dave says. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they kind of talk about um, him and about him and his appearance on Howard Stern and blah, blah, blah. Um, now, this is the about the Piper stuff. So it will be interesting because Dalton used to work for Roddy Piper, and the split was hardly amicable. The two were in a bad auto accident together, and Piper claimed that Dalton was trying to kill him. And Dalton said a lot of negative about Piper. Piper even threatened legal action regarding Dalton at one point. There were reports that Jarrett was trying to work this all into an angle as well. When was this? I don't have dates on when it happened. Um, But apparently they used to work together. They got in a bad car accident together. Piper thinks he was trying to kill him. Oh my! And so that's where it's like, oh yeah, Piper doesn't care that uh, John Dalton is coming in. Oh great! I can't wait for the Piper's pit with uh, Johnny Fairplay. Should be good. Uh, Also, last week, you won't believe it, Bob, but Bob and Janice Carter, the owners of the company, were there for the first time since the anniversary show, but nothing much was said about them being there. They were just there. They were just hanging out. They were just hanging out. Apparently. Um, I think I just got... I got two more. Before uh, Explosion and watching the show. So not too bad today. Um, If you remember, Bob, we did see a video package last week about AAA and IWA. uh, And I think there was... No, it was just IWA and AAA. I thought there might have been one more. But Juventud Guerrero was plugged on the show in that video package of AAA and IWA. Uh, 
So, but he won't be available until until early February due to the current Noah tour and Mexican commitments. But it does seem that Hoovy, the Juice, will be back in the TNA asylum. The Juicy Juice. I think that's pretty exciting. I'm a, I'm for it. I mean, he's I've uh, I've enjoyed his run in the, the couple matches he's had. Me too. Me too. Also, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this was last week. Do you remember in the crowd, Bob, there was a specific type of fan that was all over the crowd? What was might, it? They might have been dressed like clowns. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Insane Clown Posse. The yeah. Juggalos were flooding Juggalos. the asylum last week. Well, that's because the Insane Clown Posse was scheduled to, at first, on the January 7th show. And put the word out themselves. But the deal fell through. Uh, and about two dozen fans painted up like ICP were in the crowd and chanting for ICP during explosion. They were in the ringside area and noticeable on camera. We did notice that, of course. During the main show, they didn't chant at all for ICP. Of course not. I, uh, yeah, I I knew something was up because the entire Harkin side, the upper left side, it was all ICP fans. Yeah, kind of weird, right? We definitely. talked about the rumors, so they definitely heard the rumors, and it's because they put it out themselves. Right, and they and then it fell through. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Explosion. Now, before I talk about this week's Explosion, last week was a little messy on Explosion, remember? I said there wasn't really one, but there were some matches that were potentially filmed for it, blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, Alvarez has what happened on Explosion written down. So I'm just going to read that to kind of cover our bases before I talk about this week's recording for Explosion. Uh, and so this might be what we said last week, uh, but I'm just doing it. Let's cover our bases here. Uh, Sonny Siaki defeated Dirty Money, who has no relation to Easy Money. Uh, he says he doesn't think so, at least. Who the hell uh, is Dirty Money? I don't know. <laughs> Elig Skipper defeated Justin Cage. Uh, Glenn Gilberti and David Young defeated Sean Lee and Matt Power. And Kid Cash beat Matt Seidel in a really good match. So I do think we did mention a couple of those, but I wanted to just make sure we had our yeah. bases, bases covered for that, just to be safe. Um, but besides that, there were a couple more matches that took place. Let me pull up my right sheet here. So these were taped on January 14th, 2004. According to Cage Match, this is explosion number 62. And it aired on... January 17th, 2004, and it featured the following four matches. Uh, Sonny Siaki and Trinity defeated Chris Hero and Poison. Three Life Crew, all three of them, BG Conan and Ron Killings, defeated Delirious, Dylan Cage, and Vordell Walker. <laughs> Chris Sabin defeated Gutter. Like, I don't know if it's like he's like guts people or like the gutters on your house, but. I think uh, it's, and, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm just, a great name. I don't. Uh, and Shark Boy defeated Jimmy Jacobs. Oh, okay. It's kind of an interesting one. I yeah. don't know if I saw that uh, coming right there. Um, but Bob, that's that's what I got before we kick off this show. Um, but what I do want to say is, if for some reason you're like, you know, sometimes the notes they say during the show they're kind of boring. They don't really they don't really talk about nothing good. Well. There's some good stuff I'm going to talk about. That was me for my burner account. 
that I messaged you with. So mm. don't take it personally. Listen, there's some pretty interesting stuff. Do you? I mean, there are people who used to be there, people about talking about some money. Do you remember? Remember how we talked about Kevin Nash last week? Yeah, we're going to talk about him more during the show. So we're going to what? We're going to talk about Kevin Nash. You're talking about Big Daddy Cool. Big Daddy Cool. Oh, Silver Fox. And you know what? We might talk about him in the first seven-minute video package. I don't know. Oh! I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, all right. Maybe not. All right. Well, hopefully you back up what you're spitting out. Don't You better not be <laughs> switches. So. I hope so. I do have Kevin Nash notes. I mean, that's not a joke. Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, all right. Well, that means it's time to do this. It is the January 14th, 2004 weekly pay-per-view for NW, NWA TNA. Uh, if you want to watch along, head over to Impact Plus or go into your garage and find your your old VHS tapes and that VCR that you think might still work. Plug that sucker in and put it in. Or, hey, I'm not going to suggest you go get a torrent, but it might not help. It might not be a bad idea uh, to do that. Uh, but you probably should just sign up to Impact Plus and, and maybe support them, even though it is an incredibly difficult thing to sign up for. And I will not confirm or deny if we technically uh, use it. So I'm going to come down from five. And when I say play, hit it, that play button with us to watch along or just listen to us try to make sense of some 2004 TNA. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. The winner of Mr. TNA 2003. It's gotta be me, Jeff Jarrett. I hate when they do this like cinematic look for these, where they like stretch, stretch it out with the out. black bars to make it look like a movie, but the video stretched out on it. Yeah. Okay, Bob, you want the Kevin Nash note now, or you want to wait for it? Um, I'm really concerned that. Steve Carino got released today, but it could be because his uh, his his wife or his uh, his uh, sister got fired. Okay, that didn't answer my question. Well, he has a heartbroken emoji, and I'm thinking it's because of her. All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, not, now I'm gonna make you wait for the Kevin Nash one. Instead, I'm gonna give you a note about Jimmy Hart during this video package from last week that we just talked all about. So even though Jimmy Hart hasn't been at the show in several weeks, he's still involved in some form on a business level. There is still talk about doing that show in Fort Campbell, Kentucky in a few months, which may be a show Hogan would make an appearance at because of the guaranteed great response and no pressure to sell tickets, so no risk of failure. At this point, Hogan's focus is still on his daughter's career, and he hasn't really talked to anyone in specifics about any wrestling dates. That's funny. That's uh, that's interesting. Jimmy freaking Hart. Just get rid of him. I, who? He's so annoying. And where is the show going to be in Kentucky? Yes, Fort Campbell. I believe that's at like the military base. That's that one that we were that talking sounds, about for a while. Sounds... Step up, big boys. Oh wait, do you remember this too, Bob? I forgot that this happened. Right here, ready? Goldilocks answered for Eric Watson Styles. Uh, I do. And remember in the video package last week, Don Cows was like, there's a lot of money. And she's like, oh, how much? Right, right. It so was like, really creepy. 
Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah, it was weird. Look at here's Watts and Goldie talking with weird mask man. That looks like relic if I've ever seen a black relic mask. <laughs> Look at it. That's true. That is a fucking good relic, point. guys. Relic yeah. is here in the TNA asylum. Years before you would ever thought he looks like. Oh my! This video is making that man look very large and not in a good way. We're taking care of this as we paint to the ceiling. Jarrett, Jarrett, this is obviously from Explosion, I'd have to guess. Jarrett saying he it's yeah. finally paying off to Don Callis. Yeah, Hogan good. gone. Sting gone. Dusty gone. The list goes on and on and on. The list goes on and on and on. Speaking of lists, Bob, I mentioned this to you off air, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, ha- I, you know, I, I have some good housekeeping, as the Major Brothers would say. Uh, on our year in review episode, I missed two names that made their debut in 2003, and I, I feel that I need to mention them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I missed Kevin Sullivan and Tony Schiavone because well, their appearances were so minute, I totally forgot about them. Yeah, and I'm sure Tony wouldn't be offended. No, that you forgot because he tends to want to uh, not remember that. No, but I've remembered. I don't know how I remembered. The t- maybe I was going through the some of the posts or something. I found it. I was like, oh crap! Four thirty p.m. Central Time. Here's Goldie, Eric Watts, and AJ Styles coming together. Goldie looks like my girlfriend's mom. There, kind of. Is she hot? Maybe in her younger years. I don't know. Five oh five p.m. Central Time. Central time, sorry. They have a very dusty-looking phone. Could have wiped it down with a Clorox wipe, but who am I to say? Let's say Jared Jeff's to-do list. Signatures, cash. Mass man? Question marks. Watts last last night. night. Last night, yeah. Oh. Uh, he was about to rip it. Release date of something. Of big. Who? And then there's an. So there's a release date for something, and then who? Something. Tom is telling him, be careful till he gets his full report. A who, who to, to fire. fire? It says big something. I bet you. Does it say big daddy cool on it? No way. Don't worry, I'm sure Tom. at some point he'll like bring it up. Oh, really? State of big news. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm in my Kevin Nash mode. Yeah. Oh, speaking of execution, Kid Cash. I wonder who's playing Tom here. Because I don't uh, think I don't think we're ever going to meet him. No, probably not. If I had it, I would just maybe think me uh, Tony Fock. Oh. He might be the guy. Completely making that up. I have no idea. But I know he's been working with TNA, right? I feel like I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. I like it's who to quote-unquote fire. Wait, he's saying that we might get the big news tonight. I feel like he's just going to do that. To tease it. Oh, the new limo. Mr. Callis is in the limo. 
What's the word for the night? Execute, execute, execute. Execute, execute, execute. Now listen to this. Listen to this music. What is this? Listen to it. Are you ready for TNA? Are you ready for the X Division? Are you ready for ready? tag team action? <gasps> Wait a second. Right? Are you ready? What? Are you ready? TNA's got it going on. Wait a second. This is like the Macho Man song, dude. Is he going to start singing Macho Man? Oh my God. Dude, what? Dude, dude. <laughs> is this, Bob, is this, a, is this dubbed over? What do you mean? What is happening? Macho Man singing the TNA theme song right now? I think he's making his own, yeah, his own song. But it's like a, he, he's singing like the TNA song. This yeah. isn't the same one that's on the album, is it? No, I don't think so. Wait, is that going to be the song going forward after I just edited? Freaking, uh, I don't believe it's like a long term thing. But okay, well I'm not changing it again. It's a couple of couple of songs. Oh hell yeah, match graphics, America's Most Wanted versus the Red Shirts. Rawhide Whippin tag team matchup. Oh, yeah, Skipper and Shane. Oh, hey, Shane Douglas kissing Tracy. That's inappropriate. Skipper and Shane Douglas. Pound for pound, the, the best. The more contender, Loki and Michael Shane, Fallen Angel. They switch up the background a bit on these. But still pretty similar. Got the flashing blue lights, the blue lines everywhere. Referee Glenn Gilberti, Simon Diamond versus David Young. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sandman and Raven versus The Gathering. Double Singapore cane match. But no one's heard from Raven. Eric Watson. Well, look at the Goldilocks and <laughs> Eric Watson one. I like how every single guy seems to have to turn around. Well, they probably made him do that. Well, yeah, but it's just kind of weird. It's kind of funny. The boat I'd steps. rather have them be looking down and then look up. Yeah. <gasps> we're getting word something's going on in the back as we're getting a view of the straps. Wait, what's this? The masked man is beating up Jeff Jarrett. He's got a lion on his shirt and his arms are fucking huge. I've never seen that man before, Bob. Dallas, I am telling you right now, you have seen this man before. I've never seen a man that big on this show. Look at those arms. Maybe he's gotten a little bit bigger since the a last time. A lot of bit, if anything. His his name is El Leon. That's who's in the mask, El Leon. Yeah, but it's a man that we've seen before. Is he going to stay masked forever? No, I don't believe so. So El Leon and Jeff Jarrett fighting in the ring right now. Whoa, what are that? Swinging what? side slam. Out of like a fireman's carry. I thought it was going to be a TKO. That was kind of cool. 
That's red shirts are in fighting El Leon, but he pounds them both on the back. Double clothesline to the red shirts. The referees can't do shit. That looks like relic. I don't care. Insecure by Jeff Jarrett. Legend comes in with a back suplex clothesline combo with Northcutt. That was a weird looking clothesline by Northcutt. Yeah, not a bad tag team move though. Honestly, I kind of like that. Yeah, but it really didn't seem like follow through well. No, no, I agree with that. As far as his end, yeah. Okay, they're trying to rip the mask off him, but his head is so large they can't. Jared's got a chair. Oh, kicked right into Jared's face. Well, kind of. He kind of just stumbled back. Oh, I thought he was going to smash him over the head with that chair. Perfect timing by Al Leone. He slipped into the ring, goes through the crowd. He's booking it. Al Leon. He escapes without having to uh, suffer a vicious chair shot by Jeff Jarrett. Black shit security. Thank God. <gasps> That's two weeks in that tail row, Jarrett. Mike Damn you, Jeff Jarrett. You can go to hell, Jeff Jarrett. Look at this fan giving the finger to him. Down West scared shitless because Jeff Jarrett's coming after him and Tanae again. The two fingers. Damn you, Mike Tanae. Damn you. I just saw an ICP. Oh, there's Dutch Mantel right there. Is that his first uh, appearance on TV? His first actual appearance, yeah. Yeah. He probably was like, yo, you guys are going fucking long. Let's go. He came out from the back to say that. You guys are going fucking long. We are 12 minutes and five seconds into the show, so just saying. Look at that guy's got the NWA title. They're fighting. Oh, they're censoring something. All okay. right. Our jobs could be at stake, Tanae well, says. Speaking of releases, okay, Tanae. Jeez. <clears throat> Technically, the Red Shirts, yeah, are already out here for the strap match. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so they're, they're doing their job, and then they immediately get in a match. We find the defendants guilty. Guilty. We find the defendants guilty. I'm saying it now before I even get a good look. James Storm don't look too excited. Look at him. He's just kind of... Yeah, just, he, just looked, he just looked at Chris Harris like, you ready to fucking jab or what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't he know. He does not look thrilled. I think they're losing, and I think he's taking the fall. Look at Chris Harris. Chris Harris looking like a star. He's getting thicker. He almost tripped over the rawhide, stra the rawhide strap, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, we're going right at it. Just remember, those straps are attached to each rope. There's four straps. I'm sure they'll get broken off. But they are attached to the ropes. Brawling ringside, getting whipped against the guardrail, slamming heads on the guardrail. This is but a this, fucking. But this out. is just, it's it's just pinfall, right? That's how you win. There's no, there's nothing yeah. you have to actually do with the strap, right? Right. Which kind of you know renders it useless to me, but whatever. Yeah, you just get to beat people up with it. What's the point? Okay, we're in the ring now. Harris is with Legend. Throws him in the corner. Whips him to the other corner. Uh, is Legend looking like he's letting himself go a little bit or what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say it might be the shirt. Mm. 
But uh, right, well, then explain the pants then. Baggy pants, man. It was the style in 04. There are cargo pants, Bob. I mean, look at them. They got five pockets on each leg. That's true. No, the pant the pants are definitely the pants. I I'll, I'll give you maybe the upper body. He's wearing a t-shirt. He doesn't have to show the bod off as much. He might he might have had a couple extra treats. And would I blame him? No. No, I wouldn't. I would totally support it. Exactly. Atomic drop by Harris on Northcott, and now he's going with a vicious left hand lariat. Grabs a hold of that strap. Okay, he grabs a different strap because he realized that one couldn't reach. Yeah, it was too far away. Legend stops it, breaks it up. But now Northcott has the strap. Wait, is it do? not? Is it only on three sides? Oh, no. Okay, there's the fourth one. No, yeah, it has, there's four. Look at his back that you can't even see anything on yet. Yeah, there's no mark on it. This is brutal. Tags and James Storm. I bet you when James Storm like he knows that he's losing, he's just extra stiff. I would I don't blame him. I'd do the same thing. Off the road, drop kick. Oh fuck. Speaking of stiff, that fucking drop kick. I kind of thought that was a funny looking drop kick. It was funny, but he hit him. It was good. like a tiptoe drop kick to right. after I dropped the hold. Oh, up and over, but legend stops him. Where could Raven be? No one's heard from him. No one's seen him in the building. Legend whips James Storm over. Well, why would they see him in the building? It's not like he's abyss and lives in the freaking boiler room. That's a good point. Tilt to world. Nope. Storm out. Ducks the clothesline. Comes back. Pop up. Hurricane Rana. Knocks Northcutt. Well, he didn't knock him off. He tried, but he did. Oh, there he goes. He fell. He He didn't want to take a bump. Oh, legend with a running punt to the uh, the ribs of James Storm after Northcutt tripped him up from the floor. That when the total landscape of total non-stop action could change for 2004. That's tonight. Oh, big splash by Northcutt. I still don't understand how Eric Watts became an authority figure. I don't know if that was properly explained. Um, they were desperate. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Could you imagine TNA? Like, if this was, like, a legitimate thing, the TNA officials like, who could be a guy that could really turn it around for us? Like, he knows wrestling. Eric Watts. Grew up on it. Eric fucking Watts. Have you guys seen his WCW Saturday Night stuff? Like, 99? Top tier. He had a great a match with he had a great match with Lismark Jr. I think he knows what he's doing. And don't forget his great tag team in WWF uh, Techno Team 2000. I mean, they were pretty good. They made one raw appearance in '95, and we never saw him again. Actually, we've seen them like once more since then. Whatever. Northcutt's like, dude, just tag me, and Legend like wouldn't do it. Instead, he wanted to choke him with a tag rope. Mind you, he has a leather strap right next to him. He could have just grabbed the strap instead of the tag rope and choke uh, Storm out, probably a little bit more viciously. But whatever. Can't have it all, Bob. Clearly not. Listen, I'm, 
I'm really distracted about something uh, during this match here. It's a drop toe hold to Northcutt's knees to storm happens. What are you distracted about? Uh, you still have Christmas decorations up, and we're like mid-January. Uh, it's not mid-January. It's January 5th. 14th. January 14th. It's a Friday. It's a fifth that we're recording this. And, uh, well, we didn't put them up till later, so I, I have allowed them to be up longer. Okay. It's something that Sarah would like, so we're doing it. Now, should the maybe the tree be taken down? God, yes. I'm so glad I can't see that. Okay, we're both down. But the Storm decorations? The... That's fine. Okay. Okay, Harris is in. Goes after Legend. Lariat. Uh, another clothesline sent Northcutt to the floor. Phil Nelson, down he goes, Legend. Chris Harris, he's on fire. He knows exactly what it's going to take to win this match. Now he whips Legend over the back with the strap. Now he's wearing a t-shirt. You know, I haven't been whipped by a strap before, but if I'm wearing probably two layers of shirts, it's probably not going to hurt that bad. That's a good point. Maybe that's why he's looking thick tonight. Maybe he's got double shirts on or triple shirts. And that is like such a heel thing to do. The red shirts both having t-shirts on. So it's probably not going to hurt him as much. Oh, that was unique. Harris held the strap out and then just Harris whipped it, or sorry, Storm whipped Legend into it and he like essentially got clotheslined by the rope that the strap is holding onto. TNA is so innovative, I tell you. They, they really are. Oh, oh there you go. Northcutt, was t- he's got his shirt ripped off. He was trying to show off the bod one day, so I'm not surprised that he just took a shot. He probably wants to show off that physique he's been hiding. Um, but he's getting whipped the shit out of a Harris right now. They could have snapped his neck. Oh, Northcutt's got the strap. Is that Storm or is that Harris? That's Harris. He ducks. Oh, a spear. That should do it. One, two. No, just a three down. He almost got it. This is so intense. Mike today is really emotional. Oh, he's got the sharpshooter. Can we see a Tennessee screw job? Uh-oh. Oh, now he's going to whip him with a strap, too? Uh, just give up. Just give up, Northcutt. It's not worth it. Oh. Oh. One, two. Oh. That totally wouldn't have shocked me if they just went off of that for some reason. I wouldn't have been surprised either. Roller coaster of momentum. Okay, they're they're tying up Harris around the neck. His legend well, is you, him. I will roll up. Why is Andrew Thomas on the apron? I feel like he's just asking for trouble. That was a fast wow. count. Yeah, don't worry, Northcutt is on the oh, case. Oh, he's gonna hang him over the ropes because you know what? 
Well, he almost missed them, but ah, they're gonna do the the death dream blood death gallows of retribution. They freaking love doing this. They did it so many times in two thousand three. Maybe it's a Vince Russo like kink or something. Asphyxiation. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? We misread James Storm this week because they won. Oh wow, we are assholes. Yeah. I take back everything I said. This is a rough year. Are you taking back your Christmas decorations comment or no? No, not that. People are lucky my tree was up on Christmas. Doesn't doesn't Northcutt look like have the body of a guy that's definitely on a keto diet or is it just me? Oh, hold on. Let's get a good look at it. I think you might. Knowing my luck, knowing my luck, they're not going to show him again. No, I think you're right, though. Like, he's definitely slim, but he's also jacked. Right. And I feel like that's every keto guy I've ever met. That's a keto. Yeah. Look yeah, he's in, he's in pretty good shape, man. He's pretty good shape. We're going to relive the moments of Ultimate X2 now. Oh, great. So I can just tell you something during this. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do I want to tell you? What what kind of news do I got for you today, Bob? I don't know, man. Just dish it. Um, uh, this one's kind of funny. Okay. Uh, this is, a, uh, Alvarez says this. As God is my witness, the latest TNA email newsletter included an ad from CableTheft.com, a company whose slogan is, quote, you're paying your bill, why aren't they? And it said, quote, know someone who watches TNA pay-per-view illegally? Increase your good karma. Turn them in here. <laughs> what are friends for? Hmm. Basically, hey, be a snitch. Yeah, be a snitch. You wouldn't steal a, what, what's the thing? You wouldn't steal a, a MP3 or something? Or a car? You wouldn't steal a car? Remember well, those commercials? No, yeah, people would, though. Yeah, but you remember that. Yeah. That was some good shit. Uh, you know what? Since these releases have happened, Conrad, of course, is uh, suggesting that maybe he'll uh, get in contact with people to do a podcast. I mean, obviously, I mean, how do you not go for Reg- William Regal? Mm. I would listen to a William Regal podcast. I can't listen to more podcasts. I'm already podcasted out. I would not listen to a Road Dog one. Oh boy, I just I don't even want to think about it. So, Rodog, tell us about uh, your tag team with uh, K Quick WWE. That was fun. You did that for about three months, and we're going to make a four-hour podcast about it with a two-hour ads on it. All right, God bless. <laughs> Do it. I did enjoy your comment today of uh, 20-minute front-loaded ads, but hey, at least they were front-loaded. Yeah, but then there were still more ads oh, in fuck. the show. Yeah, that's bad. So it's like, and they, they did a live watch of the January 4th Nitro, which, I mean, I guess they're going, they're, they're done with Crockett. So they're doing like more of what they were doing in the past, like random shows or whatever, <clears throat> which is what I enjoy. And, uh, we're still just with a highlight video. That's why I'm just talking about. Yes, this. we are. I mean, we're still. I'll tell you what, dude. The camera angles they're showing in this are pretty cool, though. They're not yeah. the same ones they were showing on air. 
Are they going to show the complete struggle, or are they just going to show him on the ground? Oh! Okay, there we go. Of course, edit that out. Um, I would have kept it in. I honestly think... Uh, is I think it adds to the match. Like, I, oh, I can't get it down. I'll be honest, man. I actually really liked it. I thought it was a really good moment, and it's not something I'm going to forget. The way he was bouncing, like, give me this fucking belt. I loved it. I hear someone talking. Oh, it's Saban. Probably from Explosion here. There's one or two moments in a man's life he can look back and look at everything he's done, see what he's gone through. This is one of those moments. Everything that I've gone through since the first Ultimate X. Everything. In the in the second Ultimate X. Everything that I've put into this match, it was all worth it. That's right, Chris Saban. I'm the champion now. Did I say he was my wrestler of the year? Because if not, I, I'm saying it. He's your wrestler of the year for... 2004. No, I'm kidding. Already <laughs> since <Wednesday. laughs> Backstage, Scott Hudson talking to Michael Shane, Shane Douglas, and Tracy, the team of Shane Douglas with Tracy. I actually am pretty shocked that Scott Hudson is still here. I really didn't think he was going to be here this long. I wonder how long he is here for. Mark of the Champion is his response of how long he takes to get back his title. Is he injured? Is that what he's showing off, his injured arm? Is he taking after Shane Douglas with having injured elbows and arms? <laughs> <laughs> he's part of the franchise. That would be great. I've been living it for 20-plus years. Mm. There's a reason that you're one I'm of I'm going to go on a prediction here and say that tonight Shane Douglas will be wrestling with a T-shirt on. Mm, why do you think so? I mean, it looks like Shane Douglas might have found the hostess in his cabinet, and uh, he couldn't stop being it. The hostess? Yeah. The cupcakes? Cakes. Some Twinkies? Yeah. Uh, I like I like ho-hos. Not Swiss cakes. Ho-hos. Not the size of the fighter. But the size of the fight, he will. Oh, win. great. Yeah, that's what we need. You can do is be better. For oh, I thought it was a highlight, but it's his entrance. Yes, we are. Oh, okay. Number contender match up next. I have some, I'm going to read some X Division interviews during this match. From Brooklyn, New York. This is low key. They got so many blue lights on, we can't see them, but here he is. I don't get the moves he does. Like when he comes, like what was that little thing he just did? Um, I don't know if Loki necessarily knows. Okay, I really don't know. So I'm just asking. From the City of Angels. Do you think that's really like the way that Loki talks and like the tone? Do you think that's like legit or is he putting it on? I kind of <laughs> think it's legit, which is Hi, like. My name is Brandon and I am a serious Brandon. professional wrestler. By the way, no, vaccines, 
No, stop it. Do not. Sorry, sorry. Do not let the government control us. <laughs> Fight back. The warriors wait. Here's Christopher Daniels. <laughs> you know, do you know someone who watches TNA pay-per-view illegally? Or do you know anyone who knows who watches TNA premiere live events illegally, Bob? Well, I wished that I did because then they could have helped me watch it illegally back in the day. But no, I didn't. Premier, I do. I premium, do premium live events. That's what it is. Premium live. I remember. Okay, I thought you had new music. I uh, I do remember, like the few monthly pay-per-views I would buy in 2004, that they'd have like little beginners like, "Hi, I'm Frankie Kazari," and maybe we've actually seen it already. But he'd be like, "Frankie, hi, I'm Frankie Kazari," and you better not steal your cable because that's just not cool. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. It's like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> Shit, dude. It was a different way to, time. Way to make me feel bad about it, Frankie. Jesus. You can't just Google TNA pay-per-view stream on the internet and, you know, hopefully you don't get a virus back in... Right. Back you know, in not, not as easily, at least, I would say. Don't know. I wasn't doing that in 2004. No, I remember I... Uh, I d- <laughs> I downloaded like a 1990 Madison Square Garden house show between uh, Mr. Perfect and Roddy Piper, and I got a fucking virus on my computer. Nice. And I was pissed. Because it wasn't even that good of a show. Of course. So it wasn't even worth God. it. Yeah, like, damn. I just wanted to like complete the run of like 1990. And it's like, oh, malware alert. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? Like, who puts that in there? Only Bob can't get out of the 1990s, early, late 80s, early 90s. He can't do it. It's true. I, I can't. I'm stuck in it. Even back in 04, Bob was still stuck in early 90s. He won't stop watching it, guys. I've been I trying. I can't and I won't. How many I times have you I watched, won't. like, 90 through 93? Oh, well, Sandman's... Uh... Wondering where Raven's at. He's smoking. Look at his. Look at it. Look at his bandana. Look at. Oh, he's he's in Raven's lair. Look, there's a skirt. Is that Raven's skirt up on the thing? It is. Mm -hmm. Um, Damn it. To be honest with you, I don't. Ninety to ninety-three is not really my go-to. I feel like that's all I ever hear you talk about. Is like ninety-one. What? No. I am more of a. I would say a ninety-six to two thousand. And it's usually WCW. Well, whenever you're talking about like random stuff, I don't know. Yes, I would. I agree with your WCW thing because we've been talking about Nitro and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel like it's like, yeah, I'm watch, yeah, fucking uh, Mr. Perfect versus Jake the Snake. No, dude, I've been talking to you about Impact 2010 a lot. What are you talking? Well, not, well no, now we are. And but I mean, in general, like if Bob wants, if Bob wants to relive fun. He puts on 1990 SummerSlam. No. And like that kind of shit. No. Not for me. No. Uh, no. We haven't no. even talked about this match, but Michael Shane just Ooh. tossed Loki out of the ring, which then he hit a suicide dive onto Christopher Daniels. Chris Saban is watching from the uh, the crowd, I guess. Wearing a beanie. In a beanie. Uh, uh, no, you know what? I, I want to clarify here. I tend to watch like WrestleMania eight if I want to have some fun. Or WrestleMania seven. Whatever. SummerSlam ninety one. 
Whatever. So Chris Sabin was on the interactive radio show. <laughs> Chris Sabin was? Yeah, he was. What did he uh, say? He said he was feeling fine after the Ultimate X2 match, despite his back hurting a bit. And he says, uh, quote, I didn't think it was ever going to come down. He said regarding mm-hmm. the belt. Uh, I had a death grip on that thing. There was no way I was coming down without it. He revealed that they used electrical tape to keep the belt up this time after it had fallen twice in the first match. He he said while it had always kind of been considered a curse to be considered a cruiserweight, he didn't mind, plus he knew he wasn't big enough to be taken seriously as a heavyweight. At least not yet, Chris Saban. Uh, He talked about the first Ultimate X match, saying that the first time uh, everyone got to hang from the cables when the match started, apparently instead of using... uh, Sorry, let me reread that. I was getting stumbling on my words listening to our show we're watching as well. he was saying that the first time everyone got to hang from the cables was when the match started in the very first one. Because apparently, instead of using light stands, they initially tried using poles. So they flew the guys into practice, and uh, as soon as Saban jumped up there to give it a try, the pole bent in half. So they freaked out and had to come up with a new scenario, and it ended up uh, with the guys not having any time to practice. Hmm. So we saw the first time they were on it during the first Ultimate X. How do you feel about practicing before the actual match? Or are you like Eric Bischoff where it's like, let's just go for it? I think in if we're talking very specifically the ultimate, the first Ultimate X, can I even climb across this fucking thing? I think that I don't have any problem with that. Okay. Well, nice springboard kick there by, uh, by Loki as Daniels held chain. Is it a triple X reunion? Oh, sh- Bob, I didn't even think about that. Elix Skipper's definitely going to be coming out in this match. Yeah. Prime time, nice baby, I knew tag it. team move. That is a good tease, though, if that's kind of what they're hinting at with that. I like it. Uh, just for the record, people are probably wondering, hey, Bob, where are our indie notes? Oh, my God, I meant to ask you after the well, first match. Here's the thing. There was nothing in the first match, so don't worry. See, I'm, I'm on it. Fantastic. I am on it. Well, can I, can I finish my interview thing real quick? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I only have one more, and he's not on the show, technically, so... I'm just going to read it now because um, it's about Frankie Kazarian. You just mentioned him, but we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Um, it, it's Loki. Like nasty kicks as Daniels. Hold on. Well, yeah. Well, he's completely disappeared from the program besides supposedly being under a contract. Um, yeah. Uh, he said he wasn't sure why TNA wasn't using him right now. And that was pretty much it. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I have a Trinity interview as well, but uh, I would assume she's going to pop up during the show, so I'll hold on to that one for right now. Okay. Uh, well, Christopher Daniels was uh, busy um, over the weekend. He won a four-corner survival match on a J Drizzy uh, All Pro and Ring of Honor joint show called Collision Collision Course, where he defeated AJ Styles, CM Punk, and John Walters. Wow. Uh, Loki just. Sorry, Loki just did that kickback move, but Daniels ducked and he nailed uh, Michael Shane with it, which is pretty nice. He just did it again, it looks like. Uh, that was on January 9th. And on January 10th, Christopher Daniels teamed up with BJ Whitmer and Dan Moff, as they are known as the uh, Prophecy, and mm. fought the Second City Saints, which is Ace Steel, CM Punk, and Colt Cabana to a no contest. At Ring of Honors, the battle lines are drawn. Uh, there's that. And then uh, Loki was also busy. He was wrestling for MLW as he drop kicks 
Michael Shane on the right knee and this is, this is the shiny wizard, but there. Oh, oh he, he goes. He's trying to get an arm bar in. He's not. Oh, arm breaker, but Michael Shane is not letting go of his his hands there. Oh, oh, you idiot! Oh, okay. Daniels turns on his former partner. Uh, Loki lost to Homicide on January 9th at MLW's Reloaded Tour. And then on January 10th, he defeated Chad Collier. And uh, interesting note there is that uh, those were the final two shows of MLW's original run. Oh, wow. So there's that. Uh, and that's the indie notes for this for this match. Oh, big elbow oh, by Michael Shane. Yeah, good era. Yeah, he did, as Daniels had... I can't remember the name of the move. It's not the Koji Clutch. Is it? Is it the Koji Clutch? No. Oh, fuck. I don't know what it's called either. And, and today didn't say be, it either. It might be the Koji Clutch. I think it is, because, like, the Kokina Clutch is what Samojo does. Yes, it's the Koji Clutch. Yes. Ooh, I'm Mike today, baby. Let's go. Look at that. Professor Dallas Greeley. That's right. Oh, is he going? He's going for Angel's Wings. Reversed by Michael Shane. I like how Don just tried to say that this is like watching Ultimate X2. I don't really think that's accurate. <laughs> Listen, I love you, Don, but come on. Oh, look really, this. Uh, you know what? And speaking of Don West, he it was announced that he has cancer again. Yes, that also happened on a break. Jeff Jarrett sent that tweet out. Yeah. He beat him yeah. once. He'll, be, he'll beat it again. Yeah, he's he'll be good. Bridging up Daniels and Michael Shane. Oh, Pulinek going for the backslide. Nope. Counter. Angels wings. He hits it. Oh, is he gonna get him? Well, Loki was starting to get up, so I'd get guess not. Nope. Poke in the eye. Loki goes for the pin, but nope. The crowd is chanting Loki sucks. Oh, they, I should say they must three have, people. Three people. Were they talking. must have had a political conversation with him. Goodness, Bob. I forgot to say how many people are in the crowd. How many people do you think are in the crowd tonight? I am going to say 950. Well, Bob is looking at my notes because he is right. 950. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're a little down from last week, but that's not too bad. Crushing it. We're on the middle rope. Loki's sat on the top. Daniel's climbing up to the top here. We're definitely getting a tower. Oh, no. Michael Shea pushed oh, Daniels shit. out of the ring. Oh, Loki's got the dragon oh, punch. Oh, no. He's done. Oh, nope. shit. Oh, I thought he was going to do a somersault. Dropped him right into the corner. What is it called? The bite of the dragon? No, that's the dragon clutch still. I think the bite of the dragon is on the ropes. Oh. Oh. Somersault kick. I think I think the same three people that were chanting Loki suck started a Loki chant. It does actually sound like that. I'll tell you what, for 950, it doesn't look bad, like in the crowd. Like it still looks pretty good. A lot of people are standing up. Hard cam side, there's a bunch of people standing. Yeah. It does, Most I, of I, I agree. It doesn't look bad. Oh, there's Shane Douglas. Oh, it was going for the key crusher. Shane Douglas stopped it. He just oh shit. Super kick by Michael Shane. One. Two, three. Wow. Michael Shane might have been the last guy who wanted to win that match. Yeah, I didn't expect that, to be honest with you. That was a pretty fun three-way match. I thought that was good. I, yeah, I would say it was good. Just, I again, I just don't know if I would want Michael Shane to win. But that's just me. 
I mean, I guess, I mean, it's kind of built in that he's got the feud with uh, Saban. So. Yeah, I think it makes sense. And honestly, like, this is, he just earned himself his, really, his deserved rematch for the title. Right, yeah, so, that's what I was So, realistically, I'm not complaining about that. Yeah. And I'm sure Daniel's in Loki or in Japan or something, so I don't matter. Romano, Antonio Pena and Armando. I forgot his last name already, and I missed it when he said it. TNA has reached an agreement with AAA. It's official. Bringing the two best wrestling companies in North America together. This is I know exactly what he's talking about. He's saying, uh, yeah, yep. Uh, Jeff Jarrett's going to win our title, and then he's going to yeah. wear it on TV, and it's going to be the Mexican heavyweight title, and we're going to cover up the AAA plates. Have you got to that in your watch along yet, Bob? Isn't that in 2010, or is it earlier? What is it? When Jeff Jarrett wins the AAA title, and then he wears it on Impact, and then like they have different, they have fake plates on it, they like, cover it up. That's in 2010. It's. I thought it was. I might be wrong about that. Hold on. I don't think that's that time. When when is it? I don't know, but I don't think it's then. Oh, is this like an X Cup thing or something? What are they talking? Two thousand eleven. AAA will be here for the best. T A A. February 11th, Bob was yelling, so I missed the official announcement there. But we're seeing the same video package we saw last week. Triple A, Juventud Guerrero. Guerrero. Los Double J. I need to watch that. Los Double J. <laughs> like, when in 2011? It looks like he might win the title on June 18th. Mm. If you just type in Jeff Jarrett, Mexican heavyweight champion, there's the first video is Los Double J. That's great. Is that La Parca? Or is that L.A. Park? I don't know. Uh, it's, probably, it's probably L.A. Park, which is the original La Parca. I don't know. That might be fake. the fake one, though. I don't mm. know the timeline, to be honest. That's a good point. And we're, this is AAA footage. He might have been, I don't know. I, I have no idea. want to know. America's X Cup. There's a, uh, a six-sided ring there's a six-sided ring there, too, by the way. That's a really great point. The following internal problems matchup. Is that what they're calling it? That's what he just called it. Going Gilberti. Internal problems matchup? So, Bob, February 11th, AAA versus TNA. Super X. Great. I'm not going to say that's the that's the show Bob's really excited to watch, but that's definitely the show Bob's really excited to watch. Uh, I don't think that was that one. I'll mind. There is, there's one. Oh, I that's not the one. No, I think it's in April. Cause tr- I actually, I actually like looked it up recently to like brace myself. And uh, yeah, I believe it's in it's in April where it's like, oh my god. Okay. That's, that's gonna good. be a rough two hours. Well, here's David Young. Heavy hitters, you don't want to want to fuck with. We haven't really seen the cage girls today. That's kind of disappointing. Not very much. Simon Diamond coming out alone. Very weird. So you know what? This is here. this is going to be a tough segment. I can already feel it because your special referee, Glenn Gilberti, is a heel. David Young is a heel. And Simon Diamond, guess what? Hey, 
spoiler, is a heel. Well, he's turning more babyface, though. Yeah, but, like, he's a heel. I mean, technically. Look at Glenn. Look at how he's like, I don't even want to be here. I like how he has an official NWA referee pad uh, badge. He's on the microphone. Just because I'm wearing a referee shirt doesn't make me an idiot. This is the internal problems match. So I'd like you people to stay out of it. Jesus. Guys, you know the rules. Let the best man win. Losers out of the group. Shake hands and come out fighting. Code of honor here. Oh, Code of Diamond. honor. Simon Diamond <laughs> says, no, he slaps the hand away. This is now a fight without honor. Yeah, it really is. It's about to be. David Young just slaps him in the he face. Slapped him. Tackled him. Bob, I'm afraid uh, about what they're about to do right now. I think David Young's about to win. Yeah. Because I feel like Glenn's going to be like, oh, Simon doesn't listen to me, and David will do anything I want. Russian leg sweep by Simon. Side Russian. What's the difference between a side Russian and a regular Russian leg sweep? Because if I'm playing SmackDown Raw 2008 and I create a character, I bet you it just says Russian leg sweep. Oh, for sure. It absolutely says that. Okay, then shove it. Throws David Young to the floor. Yeah, but Not. it's a side Russian leg sweep. What's a Russian leg sweep, then? Uh, a Russian leg sweep is when you don't hook your leg to his leg. Yeah, you're, you're a Russian a liar. leg sweep is when you, when you hook the, your legs liar. and you go down with it. You're a liar. I'm, that is definitely what it is. Text Austin and ask them. You and I both know if I text Austin right now. I won't get a response until 11.30 tonight. Oh, tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you mean next week when we record yeah, Equipod? Right, yeah. We're brawling outside. Simon Diamond throws David Young back into the ring after some guardrail action. Glenn is being pretty nice here, letting them kind of do what they want. Seems like he's being pretty fair. So far. I can't believe it. But it's an internal affairs match. He has to be fair, Bob. Up and over. David Young goes behind. Looks nope. like he's going to go for that leg sweep. You would no. think Glenn would know where the fucking hard cam is. He to just learn. did. David Young just did a Soviet low blow. I can't believe uh, that he just whipped that out. I haven't seen that in years. And it looks like he might be going for a Czech Republic right hand, and he hit it. Yeah, Bob wants me to comment on what he's saying, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just pissed that uh, Glenn Gilberti had his back covering up the, where the hard cam is during yeah, all. You don't care. You don't, you don't want to be there. Young whips Simon Diamond in the corner. So strong. So beat Smart move by David Young. Tanae doesn't even want to call this match right now. Oh, right hand. Another right hand. Diamond has some good right hands. I'll give him that. 
Diamond is underrated. I agree with that. Oh, David Young laying in some right hands. Glenn's like, come on, man. Oh, he stopped him. Did, you know what? Power, More power to Glenn. He is being very fair in this. Bravo for him. I'm shocked, to be honest. Oh, roll from behind. Let's see. Oh, but come on. That was a wicked slow count. And he yeah, counts. and he didn't even finish the count. Diamond got tossed out of the ring. Now we're fighting on the ramp. Whipped into the apron. Calling shenanigans. Hardest part of the ring. Diamond getting into the ring. The hardest part of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest part. The hardest part. Definitely not the softest spot. Whatever. It's fine. Okay, we got a steel chair. There's a TNA dancer girl just standing in the corner. Not well, she doesn't. Everybody knows that uh, the TNA cage dancers don't know what to do unless there's a cage to dance in. That's true. Glenn actually took the chair out of Young's hands. This is like, this is like too slow and like missed, like not mistimed, but I feel like it's like, okay, I'm going to grab the chair now and Glenn's going to take it. I feel like I knew that was coming. I am just waiting for a swerve. Right. Do we think that it's actually going to swap and then they're going to finally kick David Young out and then like... No way. No way. I don't because so. I feel like I if, he so wanted, if he wanted David Young out, he would have already got him out. Oh, yeah, God. that's a good Here point. Go. David Young with a great mood of moonsault, but he missed it. Diamond's got a roll-up one, two, only a two count. Gilberti's still doing a slow count. Super kick. That might do it. Dallas got his uh, dinner for the evening. That's nice. I did. I'm, I'm surprised. What, what kind of soup is it today? Uh, it's actually waffles. Excuse me? Waffles. Oh. How's that counting carbs thing going? Calories. I'm not counting carbs. It's calories. calories. Yeah. How's that uh, you know, it's been it's been a whole five days again. Yeah. But, you know, we're not doing that. Hmm. Okay. Definitely didn't have a donut today. So, suplex by... <laughs> that means that he did, folks. The Simon series. That's right. That's right today. Or Dallas. Oh, but it was oh, just countered. I love how Simon Diamond did about two or three suplexes there. David Young counters and hits one, and then Diamond's like, um, I'm out. I'm winded. I'm win I can't do it. Yeah, and then David Young's already at the top rope. Classic. Interesting approach. Uh, let's see. You know what? Let's see if there's any uh, indie notes here for uh, Simon Diamond, because usually David Young does uh, absolutely nothing. So, I'm doing a hurricane run. He must be desperate. Oh, I see. The I last knew it. dance. The chart buster. Oh. Because of the oh, chart. Now no. Simon Diamond's fired. Uh, Simon Diamond was uh, busy a little bit on the uh, over the weekend for MLW. He teamed up with C.W. Anderson in a weapons match to successfully defend the MLW Global Tag Team Championships against the Samoan Island Tribe. Glenn is beating the shit out of Diamond here after the match. There's Swinger. There you go. There's a guy you can trust. Oh, he's going after Glenn. Thank God Swinger's on his side still. 
Yeah, I don't know if I could emotionally handle uh, Swinger also turning on him. Well, they went for the problem solver probably, but Glenn pulled out David Young. Uh, so how how invested do you think you are in a uh, Gilberti and David Young against Swinger and uh, Diamond Feud? If they don't drag it out too long, I mean, it's been building. I do think it's we I think we need like a finish for it, but I don't want to see this for the next five weeks. Yeah, I don't want to see it really at all. But I guess I really have no choice in it. We're heading to the back. Scott Hudson is outside the locker room of the world heavyweight champion, Jeff Jarrett. Because if Jeff Jarrett doesn't show up by at least three times, it's not a TNA show. Yeah, you're not. You're doing something wrong. Could cash Jeff, in the room. Jeff, are you in there, Jeff? I'll talk to you later. Callus, listen to me. I like how Callus is like, what? I'm right here. What do you want? Just talk to me. I'm going to get it. Oh, he wants all the signatures from last week. And more importantly, if you need any help, Abyss has got your back. He's like, I got this, because he doesn't want to deal with Abyss. Remember, they have history. Right. You want who yeah, to but... sign with their own blood? I missed the name. Oh, I don't know what he said either. He just slammed the door. Cut the fucking music. Yeah, next right, up, well, there's, only one, uh, there's only one note here for uh, this match. Shane Douglas defeated Just Incredible. On January 9th at that Jersey All Pro Ring of Honor joint show collision collision course. Wow. It's a little bit of ECW uh, partaking in some Ring of Honor Jersey All Pro action. Wait, Bob's Dude, wrong. He's you... not even coming out in a shirt. I, I'm shocked. I'm honestly shocked. Do you remember? Remember my day. I don't know if I really like the Tracy Shane Douglas thing. It kind of makes me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It's very, that whole situation. That don't. Oh. That's my girl, April. Ah, damn it. Still my house. Oh. Uh. That's right. Uh, Prime time, baby. Uh, 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 uh. Throwing up the axe. He wants you to know he wants some back. What is, oh, that's a shirt. I thought he was wearing a singlet. That'd be so weird. A baggy ass singlet. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. My, that's my uh, theme song singing for the day. Okay, so Bob's done with that. I liked his his Team Canada stuff. So did I. Prime time here. Prime time there. Oh, Shane Douglas missing a clothesline to start. Skipper with some right hands in the corner, stomping away. Clothesline too. Oh. That was a front flip kick. How fancy. The corner. Oh, drops him right into the turnbuckle. Oh, come on, Elix. You got to be smarter than that. What are we doing? Come on, Shane Douglas. Come on, Shane. Get him. 
Oh, he's saying his neck. Oh, look at Sandman is calling Raven on the phone. He's wearing a Raven shirt. Hey, uh, Skipper is saying his neck. Maybe he's legit hurt, and Shane just doesn't care. I don't know, but he's grabbing it pretty good. Yeah, he's saying his neck. Look, he's twisting it. He's pulling the Steiner, kicking Sid's leg. Oh, my God. That is one of the greatest professional wrestling moments in the history of forever. I agree. Oh, what's that? Sid's leg's broken? Well, let me just kick him in the forehead. Douglas, no hands. Front suplex. Look at Douglas doing the little lineup thing. And the reverse rolling neck snap. There we go. Boom. On the neck. Yeah, Elix Sipper's hurt. We need to end this match right now. I don't really remember. I feel like it's not common that people work over the neck. <laughs> Probably not. But this is apparently built as a new unless, school versus old school match. Bob. Unless you're... Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. That's what they're saying? Unless you're like Yokozuna. I mean, I feel like you're not really working over the neck. What is Shane Douglas? Oh, a TKO by uh, Shane Douglas. Is Skipper TKO'd, though? I'm going to go with a no. I don't know, man. His neck. His neck. Oh, no. We're bringing up Gary Wolf. Shane Douglas was involved in it. Mike Denae saying he's having flashbacks from this ECW match. He probably never never watched. I was just going to say, today's acting like as if he was there. <laughs> he's having flashbacks. Like, no, you, Tene, you weren't even there. I had to watch it in secret because if uh, Bischoff knew I was watching ECW, I'd be fired. Oh, heel kick there. Standing heel kick. By Skipper. Oh, Tracy's oh. getting involved. That should be a disqualification, but of course, freaking Rudy Charles doesn't see a human being uh, crawling on the floor. Oh, pulled up by her hair, but Douglas stopped that. Well, because you know what? He's. Did he just hit the stroke? Full Nelson stretch. Skipper taps. Wow. What the fuck? Shane Douglas, I think, technically just hit the stroke. I didn't think that. Uh, I don't know. I'm surprised by this. Or the skull-crushing finale, whichever. Oh, God. What's this? Loki? What? Saving his former friend. Well, I guess no. I guess he's still friends with Skipper. His issues with Daniels. It's with Daniels, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, Loki. Loki is not afraid to hit a woman. Because clearly he was about to murder Tracy. Neither is Skipper. I also like how Tracy is significantly taller than Loki. That's kind of funny. Oh, oh no. Because no. Michael Shane is in here. Super kick. Boom. Super kick. This is bullshit, Bob. I wonder who's going to come save him. Jarrett? Sting, Hogan, Piper, actually Piper. Ah, there he is, Christopher Daniels. The crowd gives zero fucks. They do not care. There's one guy holding up the X symbol. 
were they just teasing a show uh, down between Tracy and Christopher Daniels or what? Uh, yeah, it kind of looked like that, didn't it? What is going on? Wow, Bob, this show has been flying. I didn't realize we crossed the hour mark. We're at an hour, two minutes, and 17 seconds. You know they belong together. I never thought we'd see them back together. And here they are, dude. Triple X. Is this an official reunion? Let's see. Skipper's putting out his hand. Shakes Daniel's hand. He's going to shake Loki's hand. But what's more important? Are Loki and Daniel's going to shake hands? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We're really milking this. We're really milking this. Daniel's puts his hand out. Dude, hey, sorry for hitting you in the head with a chair four weeks ago and almost killing you. That wasn't let's four just, weeks ago at this let's point. Just, Come on. Let's just forget about it. Knock it off. Loki's like, dude, remember when you almost killed me? Remember how like, I forgot to cut some hair on the side of my head? I <laughs> saw that. I saw that. Go. Oh, no. Oh. So not, all, not all is forgiven. Bob. I didn't expect this. Wow, did you expect that? Because I didn't. Wait, we need to go to the back. Mr. TNA, 2003, he's with AJ Styles, which is, that's just the Super X Cup trophy, but it's fine. They just changed the name on it. Oh, Styles, thanks the fans for getting the award. Not voted by some guys in suits, it was voted by you. Isn't this the award that that guy at that 2CW show randomly had? It might have been this one. It was either that or the Super X Cup. I can't remember. It might have been the Super X Cup. Either way, it's like very a very random thing to have like a random guy in Syracuse to have. It really is. Losing tonight is not an option. Now, in case uh, you've been following along, we haven't done any time checks. We are... I just did one two minutes ago. I didn't. I, I tune you out sometimes. Uh, we're at 104.44. Or, if you're doing it how I do it, there's about 46 minutes no. and 57 seconds left in the show. No! We're getting a promo of Kikashi. No, Tiny, don't do it. Tiny, Tiny has no, uh, he has no self-respect, and he's he signed he signed a soul over to Jeff Jarrett. Oh, and then here comes Don Harris. If I didn't think this was going to be a two-second highlight package, you'd be getting that Kevin Nash note right now. But I think you're going to have to hold on to it for a few more minutes. It's a little bit long, so. Cash backstage, probably an explosion. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really gotten uh, good names here. No, Sarah Lee, Tiny the Timekeeper. Yeah. I've got, I got the help. That's good. He's gonna get fired. Kid, Cash. 
Hey, we got a kick cash match coming oh, up. Hello. I smacked it raw and I want it more. We're all oh. business. Okay. That's what the shirt said. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want you talking to a lollipop like that, okay? Whatever. Just because she demonstrates her oral skills on a weekly basis on television by sucking on a lollipop does not mean you can say things like that. That is a good point. She does. Damn it! Oh, come on, Tiny. They're like, sign it, you piece of shit. I thought he already signed it. So did I, but maybe not. Why is he being forced to sign it again? Oh, wait. Did he get stopped last week by Chris Vaughn? Is that how that happened? Oh, maybe. I thought he signed it too, but well, he signed it now. This is disgusting. I'm disgusted. Sarah's yelling at me because I had to uh, unplug the Christmas lights. Uh oh. She's flipping me off. She's not. She's literally flipping me off. Oh, Bob, it's Chris Vaughn. He's a hero. Oh, that's our match. Hey, did you know that? No, you didn't know because I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Chris Vaughn has officially signed with the company, which luckily explains why he just got a push last week and is apparently now continuing that. Oh, boy. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about what? Chris Vaughn signing a deal. He signed a deal with TNA? D- Bob. I'm going to have to stop being my girlfriend right now and listen when I'm talking because yeah, I, just, I got 15 people trying to talk to me right now. I just told you Chris Vaughn has signed with the company, which explains his push from last week. Okay. Well, that's. Uh... No, if she doesn't come on the pod, she needs to go in the other room. She just asked me if I needed a drink and now she's walking away. <laughs> right. Um. Okay, well, that's just fucking weird to me that Chris Vaughn, of all people, is getting contracts. Oh, whatever. I guess they have that Dixie money so they can just, you know, throw it around. Janice at this time. Oh, shit. Shoulder breaker. Tiny did not like that. God damn it. Chris Vaughn's not intimidated. Uh, Cash is beating the shit out of Chris Vaughn. He's got his shirt pulled up over his head to slap in his back right now. Oh. Cash is bullying Chris Vaughn. With chop. Overhand chops. It's not fair. We saw him humiliate Sarah Lee. Tiny signed, signed his life over. What if that was just a way to? Why was? What if that was uh, Kid Cash forcing Tiny to sign like a diet plan or something? And he's like, "No, I don't want to be like Dallas, and I don't want to be like Dallas and count my calories." Well, hey, it worked. It worked once, so it's time to do it again. You know, I don't want to have to be having tomato soup every night. This bullshit. No, I couldn't do that. I can barely get through a bowl of tomato soup. Really? It's like at one point it's like okay, this is too much of nothing. You don't you don't like use crackers or nothing? Well, yeah, but I don't know. It's it's too much. Yeah, use crackers. How many sleeves of saltines would you use in one bowl of tomato soup? One. 
Not two? No. Okay. Chris Vaughn is fighting back. He's whipping Kid Cash in the corner. Runs at him. Gets a boot in his face, though. That sucks. Because what I do is I just I put the salt I put all the saltines in there to soak it up and then I just eat the wet crackers. Oh okay. Kid Cash going for a cover. Kick out at two. <laughs> oh god, why would you say that? That was, that was a good reaction. Lots of slapping in this match. I Kid wish Cash that I wish Vaughn's partner would have got signed. Rick Santel? Yeah. Well he broke his collarbone. Yeah, we haven't seen him since. It's fine. Oh, no, I think we did see him, didn't we? We saw oh, him, like, we did, because he was, like, standing there all, like, <laughs> fucked up. Remember they mentioned his shoulder, and then he, like, moved it like it hurt. He winced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, ooh. <laughs> Too funny. Just, um, the, just the mere mention of his hurt shoulder is like, oh, it triggered me. Oh, my God. It's too much. Uh, I'm going to give you another note uh, now. Because why not? Uh, do you remember uh, our buddy Ed Ferrara? Sure. We haven't heard about him in a long time. Well, of course, he used to write here. He was on commentary for a little bit. But now he is teaching writing at the Second City School in Chicago. Oh, okay. So that, that's what he's been up to, apparently. I thought that was a, I mean, it has nothing to do with what we're watching now, but he is a, an alum, and we had an update on him, so why not talk about it? Cash laying in the right hands on Chris Vaughn. He's definitely busted open now. Is he? Show us the blood. There's definitely blood. He's trying to show it off. There yeah, he is. Show the hard cam, buddy. What happened to Chris Vaughn? That dude didn't do anything. Did Chris Vaughn have any uh, independent shows or could Cash? No. No, and Cash didn't either, which was a bit surprising. That is really surprising. What about Mike Posey? You know what? That's a really good question. If the referee has more going on for himself than the wrestlers, I will be shocked. You never know. Yeah, you're right. Well, is he not even on cage match or what? Well, no, you'd have to type his name in. They don't list him. I know, I know. I hear you guys. Tiny's like, I don't want, I don't want to do that anymore. Get get rid of that contract. Springboard moonsault by Yvonne, but Cash kicks out it too. This actually, I'll tell you what, this has not been bad. (laughs) I'm just, I I don't. I I would say it's been better than I was expecting. Yeah, it's been entertaining. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, Vaughn is getting a good face reaction. Cash is getting the good heel heat as he always does. I mean, what else do you what else do you need? The crowd's more into this match than they were the last one. Uh, when Triple no. X was about well, to come back together, they didn't give any shits. They did not. Oh, another Loba. Uh, Posey did not. Uh, okay. He didn't have anything. It doesn't look like he really starts doing stuff until uh, like the end of the month. Okay, this looks fucking dangerous. Oh no! What are we doing? A top rope <laughs> scoop slam. Okay. Oh my god! What the fuck? Kid Cash is not done. You hit the money maker. <laughs> god damn it! Holy shit, dude! He just Jesus. killed him. You know the thing about Chris Vaughn is that he's so lengthy and stuff that it, he makes that look way more damaging. I think that match has made me become a fan of Chris Vaughn. Really? And like. 
not like, oh, I want to see him win matches, but I want to see him get his ass kicked. Because, like, that was really he, – he made Kid Cash look really, really good. I, I think he looked – yeah, he did, he did well. But now he's got the contract, and Chris Vaughn is going to sign it. Maybe he's the one he wanted to sign in blood because he's rubbing his face on the clipboard. Rubbing his face. Yeah. And look, he's got it in his hand, and he's just drawing lines. Chris Vaughn has signed. He signed willingly. So now, Kikesh. I was about to pop. Oh, Who is this? Shit. It's fucking Tiny. It's tiny. <laughs> oh, he's attacking him. Dude, the crowd is losing it. The crowd is losing their mind. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the moment Bob has been talking about. He just knows all the clothesline from Kikesh. I think he just ran right through it. Cash can't pick him up. Tidy decks it with a right hand. He's pretty here. Unbelievable. That reminded me of the Ed Ferrara spear. Remember? Oh my god. He like fucking speared him out of his boots, dude. That was great. That was the funniest shit. When they were trying to cover up uh, what's her face there? Jasmine St. Clair. Yeah. Because now Kikesh is just beating up Tiny. That didn't last long for Tiny. But holy shit, dude. That was the loudest the the crowd has been in the whole night. In a, in a while, yeah. And when he took his shirt off, it got even louder and they were going nuts. That's amazing. Now here's Don Harris. Ah, way to kill the pop, Heavy D. Well, for real, though. These two have had problems for months and they've even had matches to figure out those problems. But they still aren't done. And here's the red shirts coming after Don Harris because red shirts, black shirts, Kid Cash, Jeff Jarrett, you get it. And here is America. Yeah, America's Most Wanted. Sorry about your damn luck. Coming Sorry. after the red shirts. Not your damn. Thank God for Harris. That's all. Good thing they didn't shower and change their wrist tape or gear yet. That would suck, right? I know. They're all they're all washing ready to go and Jeff goes, hey there, fellas. I need your bag out, though. Yeah, I'm going to need for, you guys. For a pull apart for Tiny. <laughs> tiny, <laughs> Tiny Keeper. <laughs> tonight, tonight we're trying to get Tiny over. <laughs> JP's like, you okay, dude? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I just got my ass beat. I'm fine. <laughs> Don Harris, America's Most Wanted. And they're just slapping Chris Vaughn to make sure he's awake. A guy busts it open and just got his head driven down to the mat. Let's smack him in the face. Oh, this is the video package for Father James Mitchell. Okay. I've been holding on to it. I'm sick of holding it, Bob. During this video package, because I think it's going to be a minute or two, I'm going to give you the Kevin Nash note. Are you ready? Give it to me. Um, So they are at least talking about spending money because they've been talking more with Kevin Nash about bringing he and Scott Hall in. The idea is to turn Jeff Jarrett babyface after they come in and do a program around March with Hall and Nash versus Jarrett and Sting. And I'm going to pause quick just to say that there is a video of Mitchell talking now. Um, just of him. It's a highlight thing, though. Here, yeah. Um, at this point, though, uh, Nash's asking price is about $7,000 per week. Uh, and when TNA company opened, they had about $1.6 million in Health South money to start with, which they promptly went through before the end of the second month. Uh, they were paying Hall seven fifty dollars or $7,500 per week. 
and offered Sean Waltman $7,500 per week if he could get out of his WWE commitments. Although by the time he did, Waltman ended up working for $2,000 per week before he quit, which would have made him the second highest paid guy at the time behind only Jarrett. Hall agreed to appear after being cut way back, but ended up deciding against coming any long any longer shortly thereafter. Well, if you can get that for one day's work a week, then life is good. If they sign him anywhere near that rate, well, I admire Nash for being able to pull it off, but my God, doesn't anyone in wrestling learn from the past? Granted, TNA needs more star power, but bringing in, bringing in guys who are going to make the rest of your talent look bad isn't the answer past about the first week. I, I completely agree with that. Excellent timing. Scott Hudson is saying Raven is here. So what do you think about that idea, though? As he, Well, let's hear what Raven has to say, and then we can discuss a little briefly about it. Oh, it's Father James Mitchell. That's I knew not- it. Raven is in hell. <laughs> mm. Raven's in hell. Because he was outsmarted by the gathering. Mitchell in the gathering. First two knocks on the keys is CM Punk and Julio De Niro. Speaking of which. The baseball cap for Julio is not going with the look of this group right now for me, but what do I know? No, it's really not. The beanie's one thing, but the baseball cap is so weird. Oh, my God. Julio goes, Raven, we own you. CM, tell him. Yeah, he's like, it's a, that's not his first name. <laughs> okay. Take it, Phil. Is, is Julio De Niro the interviewer now? Because he's holding the mic for him. We own ourselves, rid ourselves of Raven. They're going to go to the ring to make an example out of Sandman. Quote the gathering, never more. Mitchell is looking proud of what he has done. Okay, so as they're making their entrance, Bob, the idea that Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are going to come in around March, Jared's going to go babyface again to then face Hall and Nash with Sting. Right, so... uh, That's a lot to take in. Yeah, I don't think... uh... I would rather cheer Nash and Hall, but here's the thing. I agree with the statement that outside of the first week, it's not really going to be beneficial to do that because really the, the roster at this point, they're not huge guys. Right. So if you have Nash and Hall come in, they're big, you know, they're big guys. You're going to make it look like as if TNA is minor league compared to, which, I mean, technically, I guess it is, but you don't want to admit that. Right. So. Yeah, I also feel like I, I think it's got to be impossible to bring in Hall and Ash and then not get cheered. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they were they were always they've always been cheered. I don't think they've ever gotten true heel heat as heels. Right. So here comes Sandman to the crowd. Yeah, kind of weird. I, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't cheer and sting like what? I don't know. I don't. The the idea of Jarrett babyface at any point in his career is just stop. Um, I think the was he? I think he was a face right when he feuded with Angle the first time in '09. He was a babyface then. 
Yeah, but why? Uh, well, okay, by then, though, I feel like... Oh, this... Wait, was he? Because didn't he... Because he didn't... He got Karen? <laughs> like, that was legit. I don't know. Was he the heel? I don't know, man. I don't fucking remember. But the, the idea of Jared... He, right now, I can't... I don't hate anyone on the roster more. And it's tipping on the... He just asked him, hey, are you 21? I guarantee you he just asked that guy, are you 21? He's giving these guys beers. Well, he did not ask my cousin that once when he gave him beer, and he was not 21. How old was your cousin? I don't remember at the time. I'd have to ask him. I don't even know if he was 20. Jeez. Yeah, it was... Well, he might... I don't know. He might have been, but it's... Kind of close. Well, he was drunk, so what do you want? All right, Sam, man. Let's just can we just get in the ring, please? Well, since he's taking long, there's one note I have that sort of relates to this match in a weird way. You remember when we I think it was last week, we talked about those Vampiro interviews. Yeah. That were really, really weird. Yeah. Um, Vampiro's interviews were definitely the talk of the locker room and of management, and not in a positive way. Shocker. Uh, but Dave does say that doesn't mean that he'll never be brought back, but it didn't help his cause any. Uh, Dallas, was he ever brought back? You think or? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, uh... To be fair, to be fair, um, Sting can Sting comes back and then kind of stays, so that also could have to depart. Well, that could be your major, yeah. Because everybody knows you can only have one guy with face paint. That's white and black. Yeah. White. You can only have one. Only one. If you think that Malachi Black and Darby Allen are going to exist on the same roster for much longer, you're wrong. Darby Allen's going to get fired. Right. Uh, Ravens, music is playing. Is he going to he come out? Come. He ain't coming. Nope, we're going right into the match. Because he ain't coming out. Sandman is hitting De Niro and Punk with a beer can. They're growing up with the camera. Uh, Where's nope. Raven? Is he going to come out or... Uh, my my final note on the show, Bob, is that interview with Trinity note, and I don't even think it's that exciting. So if I don't see her before the next highlight package, I'll just tell you during that. But really, the most exciting thing is that Kevin Nash uh, situation. Yeah, well, that's very the Nash and Hall stuff is uh, is intriguing. I I, I would not pay them seven thousand dollars. That seems a bit extreme. A week. A week. Yeah, that's and you know, and you know that Kevin Nash is not wrestling every week, right? So it's like, hey, Kevin Nash, you want to come out and just cut a promo? Uh, here's seven grand. Seven grand. Can you imagine that? That's no. incredible to me. Sandman launches himself off of a chair, I believe. I'm gonna pay you seven grand just to talk for ten minutes. <laughs> I'm a pumpkin arrow at the guardrail. Don West is really not convinced that Raven is not going to show up tonight. Like I've, I read the, I read the rundown, and I'm not convinced. I think Raven's going to show up here tonight. Because as you'll see here, it says segment 15 that Raven arrives. Uh, and that's why I know that he'll be here. Who? What the oh, fuck? It's, a, it's on a pole? Oh, I didn't even realize it is a single port cane on a pole match because there's the pole with it sticking in it. 
That's funny. I literally I did not know that. I just thought it was a double Singapore cane match. Oh, you know what? It was supposed to be originally, wasn't it? With with because well, with Raven, or is there match, two of them? Even on cage matches, it does say Singapore cane on a pole match. Huh. Uh, I don't think there's two. I think there's only one. I think there's only one pole. Oh, I thought that Tanae said no. There oh, is two. Oh, there's there is two. two. Yeah, there's so it is technically still a double single board game match. It is. Yeah, you're right. Wow, that just made me so much more interested in this match. CM Punk is giving same man a face wash with his boot, but he moved on that I one. Like how he tried to get the crowd behind him for that? <laughs> By clapping his hands? And, Why not? And then no one did anything. Well, he's the heel. Yeah, but still. Same man trying like to get an indie show. Oh, De Niro with a Sit out power bomb out of the corner. I don't know if, if I'd call that a running power bomb today. He kind of stumbled. <laughs> you're following along. We're at an hour, 27 minutes and six seconds. Or if you're doing it like me, there's 24 minutes and 37 seconds left in the show. Dude, I'm telling you, I like it. I like it my way better. Saying, hey, there's 24 minutes and 30 seconds left. Big elbow by De Niro. And I think everybody would agree with me on that one. Um, and if you don't, I'll I'll block you and uh, and not deal with it. Sandman still thinks Raven's gonna come out. So Raven, let's get extreme. Raven, come so there's, out. There's drinking his beer. I yeah, I don't trust you. You stole my family. Remember? I'm here. We don't talk about that part. Side slam and an elbow drop combo here by the formerly known as the Gathering. Are they considered the Gathering still or no? Yeah, yeah. Even uh, Father James Mitchell did say it. Mm. Okay, they both have the the canes now. I would consider them just to be like the new new church. That should be their name, the new new church. The new new church. Yeah. They're nailing Sandman in the head with these. Oh, oh. The oh, side Russian. Russian. No, that's a white Russian. Because he had the kendo stick. That's what you would tell me anyway. Side oh, he, did oh he, he didn't hook. That, he didn't hook the leg that time. That's just a leg sweep. No, just a Russian leg sweep, not a side. Oh, right. Just a Russian leg. Now Sandman's going at it. The cane's breaking. Classic. Oh, yeah, I feel like he's whipping them way harder with that than they were with him. But yeah. Mitchell oh, up on the apron. He almost pinned him on that. Every oh. every match that James Mitchell is ringside, he does that face on the apron. Well, like, why would he be surprised that he saw him on the apron? I don't Double super kick. What is this, the Young Bucks? One, two, and they won. They beat Salmon. I can't believe it. I am shocked. Oh, now they're taking his shirt off. Wow, talk about pale. Salmon needs to see the sun. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I want Raven to show up in the parking lot, and then Scott Hudson be like, Raven, where are you? And he'd be like, what? I'm not booked tonight. And they'll be like, yeah, you were. And he'd be like, what? Yeah, we need you now. And he runs out there. A lot of Juggalo signs in the crowd tonight, by the way. Maybe they're trying to show support and make sure that the ICP can get a booking. I have a weird feeling that they're just never going to show up, though. Yeah. Uh, Julio De Niro 
did one thing on January 10th for DCW. He lost a triple threat match for the DCW International Heavyweight title where Justice Payne defeated Julio De Niro and Dylan Cage. Eric Watts backstage with Goldilocks and Scott Hudson. Tell me that's what Eric Watts is wrestling in tonight. Two long sleeve shirts. I think it's two. Or it's an ugly ass collar. Are these beanies new? Because I feel like every wrestler tonight has been wearing them. They've had them before, but you're you're right. There's been a lot more in them. Oh, tells Goldilocks to stay in back tonight, and she did not like that. Stay in back and say this. She says, I can't watch you and the match. I'm with you every night. I can't stay in the back. This is the most important match of your life. Eric. Eric. Eric, why? Oh, she said, oh, I get it. You're breaking up with me, Eric. <laughs> you just want to end this? This is about the match. Not you. He's, he's almost breaking. I feel yeah, like he almost started laughing. You know what, Eric? I will not be ignored. What the heck? What the hell? Wait, what a great way to interpret that. Hey, I just need you to stay in the back for your safety. Oh, you're trying to break up with me. Well, I won't be ignored, you son of a bitch. Talk about crazy girlfriend. Yeah, holy crap. Okay, we're going to touch on next Wednesday, but... February 11th. First ever America's X Cup. Great. Wait a second. Oh, Sam, I'm missing his cue. Raylan! Where the hell are you, Raylan? Devil. Devil. I swore to myself. I swore to myself I would never dance with you. What does that mean? He said, I swore in my kid's life I would never deal with the devil. Well, devil, you want to deal? You got to deal. I could have told you that. I can't count on Raven, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go in the back. I'm going to get my phone. He's going to call the biggest or hardest chair swinging son of a gun. The king of the 10,000 tack match. Next week, devil. Next week, he's bringing balls Mahoney. What? Dude, I feel like that's not like that's not really a major announcement because it's Balls Mahoney, but okay. Balls Mahoney next week versus the Gathering. Balls Mahoney and Sandman. Wow, <laughs> that's not all. Though. That's crazy. Next week, here, primetime Elix Skipper and Christopher Daniels. Are going to team up in a handicap match against Shane Douglas? The two on one with the faces with the advantage? Weird. One week from tonight Gilberti and Young versus Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger. There we go. Get it done. Two weeks ago, Red Shirts beat AMW. Tonight, AMW beat the Red Shirts. So next week, 
Okay, AMW versus Redshirt one more time next week. Winners are the number one contenders for the okay. NWA Tag Team titles. Lights are out. Tanae's like, what's this on that? Okay, it's def. Oh. Weird. Don Callis is in the production truck. Oh. Biggest bombshell in the history of the business right now. Don Callis. He told Bullface Lies in the most watched show in America. Mm. And was proud of himself. This oh. is the fucking news. <laughs> he fabricated his grandmother's death. Oh my God. So he could stay alive. Uh... He delivered Survivor its highest ratings. But not or by not playing fair. The most hated man in America yeah. is coming to TNA. Right. It's Kevin Nash. Oh. No, dude. It's Johnny Fairplay. Hate you. Well, Who maybe in, cares? Maybe in two thousand three or four. <laughs> that was exciting. Can you believe he lied about his grandmother's death? This kind of feels like an attempt, like similar with David Arquette in WCW. Yeah. I just hope Johnny Fairplay doesn't win the TNA World Title. Stop. Maybe rough. The big tag team main event. Scott Hudson in the back with Jeff Jarrett and Abyss. Jared's always pacing in these interviews. So well, he's probably thinking. Porn he's probably blocks. he's probably thinking in his head. He's like, okay, we've got around like 15 minutes left. We got entrances. I'm only going to get about nine minutes to brawl in the crowd. This is bullshit. I'm really stressing out about it. There's not going to be any room in this business in the asylum in TNA. AJ Styles. Eric Watts. I will agree that Eric Watts is not on Jeff Jarrett's level. So. That's good. Yeah, did you know that Don Kells came through with that announcement tonight? That's what he was just saying. You're going to take Eric Watts out? Okay, well, as we're doing entrances for this, let me give you my last note, because I don't think it's very exciting, but I figured we'd throw it in here as Eric Watts comes out. Goody, goody. Director of Authority. Uh, Trinity also did an interview with right. uh, Steve I've been Gerwick. waiting for this. You've been freaking holding out on me here. But go ahead. With uh, Steve Gerwick. And didn't say too much either. Uh, she said the name Trinity had religious connotations because it never had a bad idea to have God in your corner. Uh, and believe it or not, she did say one of her career highlights was having a singles match with Kid Cash. And uh, Alvarez is clear to point out, clearly she never watched it back. Because it might have been the worst of the year in any promotion. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it's a career I highlight for her. It's not Toronto. Well, exactly. Mr. TNA... AJ Styles. Whoa. Whoa. 
That's right. Every day in my life. Mm. Mm -hmm. AJ, wearing that baby blue to make sure you know he is a baby face. That's right. I think that's uh, completely exactly what they're doing. I think so. But you know what? I believe Abyss always he uh, usually wears blue as well. That's a good point, actually. And I don't think he's a baby. The crowd's like, boo! Boo, Abyss! Boo! So, Bob, who do you think? Do you think that this is the end of Eric Watts in TNA? I hope not. What? I think Eric Watts has grown on me. Okay. Not the answer I expected. Here's Jared's 20, 20 minute long intro. <clears throat> From Hendersonville, Tennessee. Jeff Jarrett. I love him walking on the train tracks in his video. There he is, our NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Jeff Jarrett. Well, you know what's funny too is uh, I don't I don't believe we've ever heard a uh, hey uh, you can stop but trains can't on. Um, Jeff Jarrett's podcast before because he clearly ignores that by walking on trains. That's a good point. Uh, we are immediately starting. Styles and Abyss are brawling. Watts and Jarrett. I don't like that Watts isn't wearing gear. I don't believe this is a street fight, right? Styles just slid underneath the guardrail. He's about to springboard off, but instead we're at Jarrett and Watts in the fucking ring. Well, because I want to. I need a Eric Watts choke slam. Well, he got poked in the eye. Jarrett off the ropes. Big boot with the DOA painted on his pants. So shitty, man. Clothesline over the top of the floor. Are you? What are you saying shitty about Eric Watts? Yeah, his gear. Oh, okay. Not him as a resident. No, definitely not. Watts and Jarrett are fighting over near the announce table. We're at an hour, forty minutes, and forty seconds. If you're following along at home, Styles or, just jumped on the back of Abyss and then popped up and did a fucking hurricane rana. There's eleven minutes left in the show. I do tend to like Styles and Abyss uh, against each other. So. Yeah, they had a really good match at Lockdown 2005. Well, we're not even there yet, pal. So no, I don't know no why you would even mention Number one match, not a heavyweight title like I thought. I don't even know why you would even mention that. Okay, so <laughs> Tornado DDT by AJ Styles. Spoiler alerts. That's like me saying uh, uh, Abyss uh, turns on Hulk Hogan uh, <gasps> in June of 2010. And says, they're here. They're coming. And guess what? The they is fucking Hulk Hogan. And he's there. Already. And then they hold up the sign that has the wrong there on it. Yeah, the wrong form of there. Yeah. Good shit. Huge drop kick by AJ Styles. He didn't do a drop salt that time. Though. No, he did not. I think he was trying to, but he like landed on his side. Tags Watson, our favorite wrestler. 
This is the new age techno team 2000 if I ever saw it. Eric Watson with an accent. I didn't realize that he has DOA painted on his right leg. Yeah, um, all of our listeners, I'd like you all to count how many times in this episode you've heard me say something and then Bob say the exact same thing 10 seconds later. You didn't say that. Yes, I did. I said this DOA painted on his shitty outfit. Oh, that's what you okay. I only heard the outfit part. Shoulder block by Styles. Arm drag. Oh, dude, this is it. It's a submission. I don't know how you can get out of that. Look at that. It's a uh, submission hold, though. <laughs> We're up to at least seven. Abyss is tagged in. Styles didn't even try. Spin kick. Wow, I'm surprised he reached his face with that. Me too. That was nice. Tilt to whirl. Oh, 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 oh. oh Abyss okay. dropped him. Yeah, that was dangerous looking. At least he didn't throw him to the floor. <laughs> oh. Pops him up and then slams him down. With impact. Jared's pissed. I hate you, Mike, tonight. I think Jared's like his um his feud that has the most heat is with Mike tonight. I do too. He just yelled today to Tanae that this is Eric Watts' last night on the job. And you know what? Maybe it is. This could be it. <laughs> and he does the styles taunt. That's funny. Rudy, focus on the match. Who cares about Eric Watts? Oh, oh no. What is that? Like a Cobra clutch, but it's sloppy? It's the million dollar dream. That doesn't look very good. No, but he's itching Styles' head. Bringing him down. He's on his knees. Watts is trying to get the crowd behind him. Styles is fading. Rudy's like, uh, is he out? Ring the bell. I'm going to say it now, though. If Jarrett and Abyss win and Watts is fired, AJ is officially like out of the heavyweight title picture, I'd say, at this point. Oh, yeah. But I think that they have to win because I'm not really sure who else could challenge Jarrett right now. I don't know. I mean, really. I mean, AJ's certainly not. AJ doesn't have the momentum to really justify it. But, I mean, who else? Oh. Abyss got crouched on the middle rope, middle turnbuckle, even. Almost ripped his butthole open like X Pac, but he looks like he's okay. I would hope so. Oh, kick to the. Pele kick. <clears throat> what a kick. You see low key and all these other guys do it and you see AJ Styles and you just say phenomenal. Listen, I like the nickname like phenomenal AJ Styles, but like I've never once said that in my like regular life. Like, oh that's phenomenal. You've never said that's phenomenal when it comes to AJ Styles? 
No, like in general. Oh, a huge boot by Eric Watts to Abyss. Ducks the clothesline from Jerry. Goes I, for a clothesline or a choke slam. I've Got definitely him. said that before. But you also say things like uh, totally rad and wicked because you're watching like that late 80s, early 90s superstar. No, I also say like uh, cool, but with a K. Okay, we're done. Cool. Styles. Oh, that, that was a oh. cool. Look at that. That's a phenomenal dive right there. That actually was a phenomenal dive. Oh, Watts get reversed by Jarrett. Ducks the clothesline. Comes back. Fucking ref. Oh. Damn it, Rudy Charles. Jarrett's like, Why see, I'm thinking. Walk? Why would you walk in the tonight? way of Eric Watts doing a flying or a running crossbody? What are we doing? Watts had to like reach for that too. Jarrett has the title. Oh, oh. God. oh, he hit him right in the face. Cover him. Oh my god, Eric Watts is fired. <laughs> wow. Eric what? Watts is gone. Wait, today's on the microphone. Rudy. Oh, fuck off to me. Tene, come on. You can't snitch. He, he is. He's snitching. Here's the thing. If he does Wait. it here, he's got to do it every other time. Bill Barron's is like, yeah, he did. Oh no, Bill Barron's is here. This is bullshit. The next time a heel cheats, they better fucking have the same energy. The match must be restarted. <sighs> fucking crazy. I, I hope. That... Look at look at he's choking tonight. Watson Styles are trying to uh, fight Abyss now. Abyss... I hope Jared. I hope Jared wins again. Double low blow. Oh, that's we're sitting on the microphone. You kicked him in the nuts. El Leon. Oh, El Leon. El Leon is here again. Choke slam to Abyss by Eric Watts. He ain't gonna get him. Guys, oh, don't. AJ. Oh, Abyss kicked out. Oh, I thought he was gonna get it. El Leon and Jarrett are fighting in the crowd. I thought Rudy Charles was going to get pulled out because half of his body was hanging outside of the ring, just begging to get pulled out of the ring. No. Styles got sent to the floor by Abyss. Oh, no. Clothesline over the top by Abyss. Springboard. Forearm by AJ to Abyss. Elion is looking back at the ring. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, Goldie, don't you fucking do it. Don't you do it. She just came out and said, I told you. I told you. What do you... Don't you do it. I will not be ignored. Low blow to abyss. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so she... Watch. So she's still good. Oh. Brings him over the top. Sunset flip. Going for the cover. <sighs> and Styles pins Abyss. So it was a swerve. She's like, haha, I tricked you, Eric. You thought I was going to break up with you, but no, I'm not. I'm here. I'm going to help you. Shouldn't the celebration be for AJ because he's getting a title shot? 
Callus is pissed. Oh boy. You... Look at Jarrett with the fake microphone. Was oh, he wait. trying to talk into nothing? The TNA thing fell off. It's in the ring. Oh, it did. If he does not get forced to resign his position. Don Kell says he will quit TNA forever. Well, that's not. Well, why would that be a bad thing? Exactly. He's a delusional heel that doesn't realize that nobody likes him. Let me tell you something right now. If AJ, if AJ doesn't get his title shot and it's overturned, he quits. So then they. What's TNA gonna do? It's ridiculous. Watch your back, Watts. The owners of TNA will never, ever let this man go. He's talking about Callus. He brings me to the table. He brings Kid Cash. And tonight, he brought Johnny Fairplay, the most hated man in America. He's going to be here next week. Oh, great. Watch, kiss your job goodbye. So they're both threatening to quit. We got the Macho Man theme song playing, baby. I think Eric Watts is more important than Don Callis. Because without, without, without Eric Watts, you don't get Goldilocks. That's a good point. Um, Runtime for that was one hour, 51 minutes, and 47 seconds. In case you're well, wondering. Bob, what do you think? <sighs> um, I don't know, man. I feel like I... I feel like nothing truly happened. Yeah. On this show. I think that's pretty fair to say. Um, I, but I can't say I thought it was bad. I think that's kind of where I'm at. I think like I'm in I, the middle, middle of the road. Yeah. I think I'm going to be a thumbs in the middle as well. I, cause I agree. Nothing happened. And I'm a big, person for like okay if if stuff happens and like we go forward and stuff like that then i'd say it's usually pretty good but yeah really this one we didn't in fact the end stipulation didn't even stick we don't we don't know if styles is actually getting his match or yeah if watts is leaving or or not and so the main draw for the show we don't even know if it's sticking and for that reason i'm out well, I'm I'm thumbs in the middle. You're thumbs mm-hmm. in the middle. Uh, I mean, I guess I mean some things happened, but not really monumental enough to really consider it a make or break. Like, sure, uh, Gilberti essentially turning on Simon Diamond, and I'm I'm guessing Simon Diamond's not a baby phase. That's something that we were suggesting for a while now. Yeah, I mean that that was nice that that happened. I agree with that. Uh, the apparent reunion of uh, Skipper. And Daniels for Triple uh, X uh, is happening. Loki is still on the fence. He's like, listen, I'm not sure yet. I haven't mm-hmm. forgotten about the whole chair shot to the head thing. So that's uh, going on. I don't mind that that's getting drawn out either because that's such like a side thing that's kind of happening. 
I like it. Yeah, it doesn't bother me that much. Um, but yeah, and then like as like we didn't even nothing about with uh, with Raven or anything. And then like as you said, the main event solved pretty much nothing. And if anything, there's just more questions. So I guess if you're into more questions, which I am, that will make you want to tune in next week, I guess. But as a whole, for like everything on the show, I just I don't think there was enough like compelling stuff to be like, oh hey, this is a good show. Well, yeah, I don't know if they're even leaving good questions though. Right. Like it's something where it's like, well, I want to know that. That's why I watched it this week. Right. And I, so now I gotta wait again and pay you another ten dollars to figure it out. So I think for me, that's the part where it's like, man. Like, that's why I watched this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's actually that's actually a pretty good point. Uh, but no, I like I said, I agree. Thumbs in the middle. Not a bad show. I do think it flew by. It did. Uh, and yeah. So that I loved. Yeah, I can't I can't complain about that. Uh, but next week we have, I guess you could say the debut, right, of Balls Mahoney. Or ha- have we seen him before? No, dude. This is the first time we're seeing Balls. Right. So Balls Mahoney will be uh, coming in to assist the uh, the Sandman because he can't. The Sandman can't trust uh, Raven to show up, so he's got to go with Balls Mahoney. He was probably a trustworthy guy. Uh, David Young, Gilberti. So he'll be wrestling Swinger and Diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, uh, there's a handicap match. That's what they said, a handicap match with Daniels yes. and Skipper against Shane Douglas, which is interesting. Correct. And then the last thing that we know is the NWA World Tag Team uh, title number one contendership match where the registered security will once again square off against America's Most Wanted. Uh, quite honestly, for what is announced, I am not overly thrilled. Not a strong-sounding show unless you're, like, super into Balls Mahoney. Well, maybe Balls Mahoney's a big draw in 2004. I don't know. We'll find out next week, I guess. Maybe, but I think that probably would have just been better when they were doing their little, like, extreme reunion thing. Yes. Yeah, that would fit in. That would have been way better because, well, we'll talk about Balls Mahoney more next week. Yeah. All right. You got anything else, Dallas, or is that it? Uh, no, man. I think that pretty much covers it for me. If you guys do not already, and you love TNA Wrestling, and if you're listening to this podcast, especially for the last uh, two hours and 30-plus minutes, I know you do, give us a follow over on our Twitter page, at Cross the Line TNA. We're at TNA Cross the Line Pod on Twitter. Or, sorry, on Facebook. <laughs> and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just type in TNA Cross the Line Podcast where we post all of our podcasts on there for free as well. And if you like the show, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you found the show. Uh, I think that'd be pretty awesome to hear. You know, how'd you guys discover us? Are you excited about 2004? We are. Uh, I am, for sure. And especially uh, come the summer when we get a fucking TV show. So that should be fun. Uh, but all right, until next week, for Dallas Gridley. I am Bob Gong Jr. And this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast. We find that you're finished guilty.